Welcome to the Save Room, your safe haven for gaming, news, and discussion. My name is Kevin. And my name is Daniel. And this is episode 67, my friend, and it's hot as fuck outside. <laughs> <laughs> it's way, way hot outside. It's really hot. I'm in shorts right now. You I'm in shorts as well. You barely catch me in shorts, mm-hmm. you know? I like I like wearing the skinny jeans. Where are the, the top three locations people can find you in shorts? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> That's the question. Uh, you can find me in the bedroom. Uh, you can find me in the bathroom. Uh, you can find me in the kitchen in my shorts. Top three. <laughs> I meant like the gym outside or... Anywhere. Oh, you see, you have to define those okay. parameters. You did man. great. You did confused. great. Audience, confused. you did great. Yeah, no, I went to the gym today, and mm-hmm. I had a big old pot belly sub beforehand. And oh, guess you had some what? Pot bellies without I went me. I pot bellies without Fuck. you. You decided to work on a Sunday, and it was very, you know, it was different. Traditionally, I've worked on Sundays. I was stuck with the cat. Mm-hmm. I was sweating. I didn't know what to do. I went to Target. I bought, I bought shorts. <laughs> <laughs> so this hot girl summer is basically killing you it's killing me yeah. the hot girls are killing me what is that what i is... don't know what that is it's, no it's like things just happen on twitter and i'm like okay that's a thing it's a hot girl summer yeah is that so it belongs to the hot girls like all the the not hot girls have to hide in the shade <laughs> the summer belongs yeah they, to the they come girls. out in cuffing season gotcha yeah. gotcha now for for we don't see any change in the weather when it comes to uh uh, judging based off of girls. <laughs> Be it the winter or the summer, the same room household is a lonely household. It's pretty barren these days. <laughs> real, real barren. Hey, man, hmm. I got my video games and I got my bathroom shorts. <laughs> and I got the warmth of my PS4 controller every night. It's, it's really fucking great. Yeah, the it's blue good. keeps me comfortable. Let's let's get housekeeping out of the way let's like, do it. real quick because I'll forget. <laughs> <laughs> We've been drinking. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm getting down on an inversion IPA. I don't typically drink on the show. No, he doesn't. Yeah. I like um, to keep my wits about me because they're in short rotation as is. Today you're just like, nah, downwards yeah. power. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Well, we got a good episode for you, even though Daniel's drinking. I think that's a boon. Mm. I think that's a great boon for us, an Ed boon even. Mm. Today we're going to be talking about uh, that new Switch Lite. We're going to be talking about some stupid, stupid gamer products, the most ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And we got a top 10. Daniel d- d- Daniel challenged me to make a list today. <laughs> 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 and god forbid i ever challenged him to do anything because right. he'll rise to the occasion and it's not always what you're hoping for it was so fun yeah. just searching for some of this bullshit it's horrendous well, you guys are gonna be shocked because we we're like we need a topic and we yeah. didn't really want to like lean too hard into uh the, the gamer girl bathwater topic yeah. and controversy <laughs> or whatever that it is so we're like let's come up with a topic off of that and what 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 are we calling it what are we calling it? Hang yeah. on, let me scroll through the dock. One, two, three. Uh, we're calling it the top ten goofiest game merchandise. So that's gonna be fun. It's gonna be wacky. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't want to do a topic on this. What the Belle Delphine because she sounds fucking repugnant. Yeah, heard she was stealing nudes and shit and selling it as her own. That's fucked yeah, up. It's, it's, it's just yeah. it's, it's not a good time. It's not no a code of ethic on the with the gamer girls. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> these e girls ain't got no morals. <laughs> All right, if you didn't know, The Save Room is a video game podcast that you have to purchase a monthly subscription for. No effort needed on your end, though. We already signed you up for a year. <laughs> Fuck you. You're welcome. You can find us at SoundCloud.com slash The Save Room Show, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes, and on RSS feeds everywhere. Again, we make no money. We want the attention from you. <laughs> so please, like us, share us, do whatever it is that your, your platform needs you to do. Just like if it's a poke, hit that bell. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, co- copy and paste, share straight to Twitter. Share it with somebody you hate. 
um, make a like reblog. <laughs> you remember reblogging? Yeah, from uh, Tumblr. <laughs> yeah, man, Tumblr's a sinking ship on fire these days. Is it really? Yeah. When they cleared out all the furry porn, just <laughs> I th- I read somewhere to be there this weekend reason. that user engagement has gone down like thirty three percent. Really, that's a lot. I mean, I feel like that whole audience has just gone to Twitter. Essentially, because mm. I see them using it in the same way. Yeah, that's true. You know, pictures and gifts like crazy, and stealing art and dumb opinions. Yeah, yeah. stealing art, <laughs> reposting art, the man. whole thing. You're like, why would they make it if they wanted credit? <laughs> All right, Elon, <laughs> calm down, calm down. It's a great. Place. But speaking of Twitter, you can also find mm-hmm. us there over at Save Room Show. Yes, you can, and jump into our mentions. Talk to us about stuff. Uh, actually, after our top- topic, please, if you have other <laughs> ridiculous gamer products out there that you want to show us, mm-hmm. please. Please, 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 please show it to us. If you have we, pictures we from the 90s out. or beyond. Anything. Anything. Be yeah. What didn't make the list is something that Daniel got very mad at me about, yeah. uh, which was the... We'll, we'll what, talk about it. Well, okay. It'll be like the first honorable mention because I have a hard first, okay. association with this. I haven't seen pictures of it, so I, I don't believe it. I don't think it's real. My, my family really didn't take too many pictures of me growing up. Why is that? You're a vampire? It's <laughs> because I'm a vampire, yes. I knew it. <laughs> um, you can also find us at Twitch. Ah. Kevin over at twitch.tv slash the red herb. What? I know that that, that bothered you. <laughs> it's like it's like cool flip. <laughs> the red it? herbs, sir. Sorry. Yeah, I stream video games. Typically I'm streaming Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays. Mm. And then sometimes we do some bonus Overwatch weekend streams like we did over the weekend there. Yeah, I got home from a, a job interview from Tacoma yesterday and you're like, Do you want to record? And I'm like, I don't know. Or you were like, We could just play Overwatch and I'm like, We just play we Overwatch. Play Overwatch. I was like, We could stream it. And you're like, you Yeah, wanna stream it? Yeah. And we, we did. did. And it was fun. It was um, good. We got into some comp. We got into some comp real hard. And let me, let me tell you. And we Dave like, joined us. We were like the jerky boys out there. We were doing the work. What does that okay? mean? Okay. It was, it was some pranksters. We're dehydrated boys. I have a very, uh, just a 90s mentality lately. Oh, they're I don't a know band, aren't they? Yeah. No, they're not a band. They're, yeah. they're comedians. Okay. They're funny pranksters. Sure. Okay. Get a jerky like boy album. My dad would be so mad right now. He'd be, <laughs> he'd be like, this motherfucker is like, he doesn't know anything about the jerky well, boys. Well, good thing Bill Pape doesn't know how to use Spotify. He's never listened to this podcast. <laughs> Sure. I assure you. Your mom has, right? I think she listened to like 12 minutes and I, I started talking about like, I don't know, jacking off in the morning, I think. I remember the exact episode because mm-hmm. she texted me. and it, <laughs> She's like, I didn't know you still smoke cigarettes and jacked off. <laughs> she doesn't know about cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be okay real real life here sidebar real life things in the podcast about not real things that was my jingle for it sure. i'm going to north carolina okay uh in august i'm seeing my family the first time in like two-ish years mm-hmm. and i'm not gonna smoke cigarettes that entire week because i don't know oh shit yeah i mean i go some weekends without smoking smokes right some weekends some weekends some weekends give me the weekends daniel <laughs> i don't i don't really know because like I see you mostly on the weekends, and I see you in pockets during the week, because sometimes I'm holed up in my room, depression, marathon watching TV. Sure. Or... It's good TV out there, It's good you know? TV, yeah. Yeah, it's fantastic. I mean, I'm just re-watching the same shit. But, yeah, like, right. mostly on the weekends, we'll be, like, hanging out, getting our Saturday coffee, and being sad, <laughs> like, I'm gonna fucking power through this marble red. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you do. Marlboro Red? No. Fuck. No. Camels? No. Camels. Yes. Camel Turkish blend. It's a red pack. It has no difference between the Turkish Royales, Mm -hmm. except for the fact it's got a red pack. Sick. Well, back to the red herb, uh, using that association. Uh, What have you been playing lately? 
Oh, I did a little judgment earlier in the week. I'm still mm. plowing through that game. I'm I'm slowing up, maybe because I'm 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 just trying to enjoy all of it. Mm. Like when I start a new chapter, I make sure to do all the side quests first, and then I go back to the golden path. Okay, that is what's been prolonging my time with it. Because like Chelsea destroyed the main narrative, and she's like, you know, you could save those for the end of the game. And I'm like, I don't, I don't care. I'm living. I'm living the Tagami's life. Okay. <laughs> Okay, I'm living his day to day, son. I feel like leaving so many side quests and like things like that to clean up towards the end can be daunting. Yeah, like, good. I did that with Horizon where I'm like, okay, before I go back to Meridian and do these main story points, like I'm going to do all these hunts and make sure I get all these flowers in these areas and just clean up as much as I can so I don't have to worry about the end game stretch, you know? Yeah, I for me, I, I don't know. I like um, padding out my time with it because yeah. the side quests are really interesting. In fact, I would say that's the bread and butter of of yakuza games essentially and judgment's no different made mm-hmm. by the guys who made yakuza i remind people that all the time because people go what the fuck is judgment actually it's been the weirdest thing telling people what i'm playing currently because they expect to hear some shit oh you know like call of duty yeah, or like pokemon or like no it's just in brackets recognizable brand name yeah. here and then when i say judgment they're like what is that and well because like, it's your coworkers, right yeah, it's yeah you don't work with gamers. I don't work with gamers. Mm. I don't. It's I would say for that way. Maybe it is. Yeah. Maybe it is. I should work with the gamers because I understand them. <laughs> I understand what upsets them, you know? You know? You're going to be like, um, what's his name? They just want a full Dex, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be like Chris Pratt in the Jurassic Park movies. Like, he works closely with the Raptors because he understands But he's not them. a Raptor, yeah. He's not a Raptor. Gotcha. <laughs> is that where you're going with I that? don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just mean you can call them and stop them using hand. hand Eventually, I'll hop on a motorcycle <laughs> next to a bunch of gamers that are just four-legged, prowling <laughs> through, like, the horse girl, <laughs> going through the forest. I saw that. That was so weird. Oh shit! This episode is just off the ra- brought to you by Off the Rails. <laughs> Daniel, they can find you. I'm telling you, they can find you on Twitch.tv/slash Dungeons and Daniels. They can. I don't think they want to. I caught you streaming. What were you streaming last? When I did caught you catch me. Streaming? I think I caught you this week trying to stream some shit. Did you? What were you doing? <laughs> I was playing Days Gone. Were you? Oh, oh God. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Where do we have to? Okay. I guess let's, we got to do it. Let's do it. Talk to me about Days Gone. Daniel. Well, I'm about 815 Days Gone right now, <laughs> and I gotta say, like, the game really leans into that aspect of the passage of time, Just losing days, losing yeah. days, because like. Okay, I really love the narrative beats. I love getting into like the the trenches with some of the main characters. My moments with Ricky out there, learning our backstories. Ricky? My, hanging out with Booze Man. Oh, Booze Man. I know Booze Man. Cutting off his arm and then giving him a little prosthetic switchblade as a replacement. Oh, good for Booze that Man. That shit's hype. Cool. But, like, so those main story beats are really cool to get to. Um, I got to a point where uh, I burned down the church, spoilers, that I married my girl Sarah in. And it was really riveting. I was like, Yo. this is so cool. But, like... That's a hard emotional moment for the Whitwer. They stretch those moments out so hard by, like, the same routine shit, like, oh, Deke, this is Copeland. You, you gotta come out here and, and get some bandits. Gotta snatch them up for me, because they're causing mayhem out in the fucking okay. PNW. Or, hey, this is Tucker. I don't know why she has the same voice, because she's like... Hey, this is Tucker. <laughs> old woman, but, like... <laughs> I'm other Copeland. <laughs> basically, but that's it. Like, you have these three camps, and you do the same sort of fetch routine side quests and missions for them and like yeah repetitive shit and like they want you to feel a sense of passage of time in between the main stuff so it's like okay i could go to a camp and hopefully i'll get all the missions that like i'd want to get while standing in front of somebody but no they want me to ride away and make it seem like time is passing before they reach me over the comm be like hey i got another mission for you and like 
there are moments where I'll be right next to Ricky or somebody who'll give me a main story beat, and they won't even, like, give it to me until I've done, like, a few fetch quests. Oh, and that gets frustrating, God. because it's like, the game pads itself out so much with that. Like I said last time, like, what is an 80-hour game could easily be a 40-hour game, or a 60-hour game, you know? I feel like you've been playing this game forever. I've been playing it hard for two weeks. Really? And I'm enjoying it still, but, like, I feel like I have the same gripes where I'm like, I'm out there, I'm doing something cool, I know, like... They've been teasing the idea of, like, taking out a horde for the longest time. Mm-hmm. I'm out there with Iron Mike, you know? He's a man of simple principles, but he wants to help me take out a horde. And I feel like it's taken 800 days to get to the point where I've gotten the components to corral them into the caves and get dynamite and make it all happen. What do you, what do you need to have happen? You need to, like, put some more stats in your stat tree? I think so. Become stronger? Take take those freaker hits? Like, what what is it? I, I think that's what it is. I don't know. They just want to, like, just make you experience the world and... Okay, well, I've been getting the other side of it. Like, mm-hmm. I know you're. it's kind of carrying you forward. You're still playing it. You're yeah. still enjoying it. I got hit by the other side where I said to myself, this is going to be the same shit for a while. And it is. And that's kind of dull. And also, it makes my PS4 Pro so loud. It really is. So does. disconcertingly loud. I so, mean, by uh, comparison, like, mine doesn't really make any noise. It's a, yeah, gentle, a gentle hum. A gentle hum on the PS4 OG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I got you. But, like, I don't know. Maybe just because I, I bought the game. It's a loud, boring game is what I'm trying to say. And I had all this vacation at my dispense. And I'm like, I want to get through this. You know, I yeah. want to play it. I want to play, like, the a 2019 AAA game and really sure. see it through and through. And, I mean, there are some remarkable moments, for sure. It just, they take so long to get to. I am kind of, like... Spaced out by an open-world game, essentially. Basically, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it's pretty cool that beyond the Freakers, there are different types of Freakers, which I didn't know was going to be a thing. Strong Freakers? Strong Freakers, like Breakers. Mm. Uh, what was it? Uh, Dwayne the Freak Johnson that I came across on stream? I remember that. I was watching you play that. <laughs> <laughs> He's so big. Yeah, and you have to like use like the whole He's course of like this down like airplane lot to like take him out, and you have to like rig traps and like set off like explosive propane tanks, and it's like... It's cool. That and, seemed way cooler than, you know, just mm-hmm. getting randomly tackled off of your bike yeah. in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. No, it, there's, like, a cool escalation in terms of, like, stuff like that. And then you come across screamers who, like, they scream. You could be on your bike. They'll paralyze you. And you'll basically, like, fall off your bike or, like, <laughs> crash into whatever. And they'll attract, like, hordes of zombies. That's fucked up. Yeah, so it's cool, like, to see that there are more than just the freaker classes. And I'm interested to see how much further they go with it. But now I'm seeing these things in the open world outside of, like, narrative beats, which is like, oh, fuck. Well, now I figure out how to, like, take this guy down while worrying about all these freakers and all this other shit. So, I don't know. It's cool. It's just, I have no sense for how long the journey is going to be. It just feels forever at this point. Yeah. You know? Every yeah. time, because they track, like, all your... Um, your quest lines by percentage but like every time i think i've gotten more than halfway overall they tack on another one and i'm just like oh, okay yeah yeah i don't know i'll get back to that game one yeah. year i think I, I play it a lot and you're just like man i want to get back into it because like you're making it look fun yeah i see you enjoying it and then when i touch it i go oh this is bland city no i'm all right i mean you really gamers same roommates gamers we say this all the time you really shouldn't have to like push through a game you're not enjoying no. like you Dedicate your time towards what you like, you know? Kevin's enjoying the fuck out of Judgment, you know? I'm enjoying the fuck out of Judgment. He's being a PI, and he's not worrying about these freaks and deeks. No. I'm out here, though, like... Freaks and deeks. ...dealing with it, and I, I don't mind it as much. Yeah. Because there's still a really, really cool, like, Sony-branded narrative there. There's some really great moments, and I don't know. I wish, like, you could just see it a little more concisely, is all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think Horizon, again, was a better... Like a more concise game that gave you more mm-hmm. with, you know, 
I, I well, it had a kind of a huge map, but it felt smaller than even Days Gone. Days Gone just feels huge for no reason sometimes. Well, there was a point where like I hit the third um, the third camp that I'm supposed to help out, and I thought I had all the map, but then you go to like this outside area for a narrative mission, and it pops even larger. I'm like, holy shit, there's more to fucking explore here. Oh god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it doesn't excite me. <laughs> that no. kind of bucked me off of Assassin's Creed Odyssey as oh, well. God. <laughs> the the world is just so damn big, and every fucking inch is covered with a question mark. Mm-hmm. Where I I'm getting nothing done because I'm a completionist. Yeah. I can't I can't just say like no, no. I'm gonna ignore somebody in in trouble, a bear attacking some pedestrian. Right? No, 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 no. I'm gonna jump in there with my bow and arrow, do my shit. Ah, oh, shit. Thirty five minutes passed because. I'm not strong enough to kill that bear. <laughs> you're Cassandra. You got to get out there. You got to help the people. You got to get out there. I'm going to help the people. I'm Wonder yeah, Woman. You're the Come Mystios. On. Come on. I need to get back to that game, actually. Oh, yeah, you do. Yeah. That shit overwhelms me, though. Like, thinking about Assassin's Creed games and Ubisoft so games, like, all the question marks. Like, I'll never see 10 question marks at a time in Days Gone, but yeah. I know it's going to take me time to get through them all and yeah, do it. Yeah, that's fair. So. You should play Dud- Judgment. It is the most reined in mm. of open world. I, I wouldn't even call it an open world. It's a closed circuit. Yeah. It's a closed circuit, Daniel. That's our favorite shit over here at Wait, the save room. That's our fucking Save room is jam. closed circuited open world. That is my jam. That's my fucking jam. You made me choose between food and a closed circuited open world. You're going to run the circuit. I starve. <laughs> oh my, your hair's going crazy right now. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Um, yeah, that but that's energy. all I've really been gaming on on stream, rather. I don't know. It's just Love fun it. to play. The people like watching it, like... Everybody's like, oh, this is really cool. To People like watching on. the boring motorcycle game. Yeah, because I think it's just <laughs> more oftentimes than not people like watching open world games because of the like the emergent moments, the shit sure. that happens, the the craziness of it all. Sure, sure, sure. People sure. like watching me get tackled off a motorcycle. I don't like it happening to me. I know, but people like watching it. That's fair. People also like watching Fortnite. We should play a lot of Fortnite, Daniel. Get those skins. Maybe not. I did consider getting back into Halle Berry, and you can be Keanu Reeves. Because you can do that in Fortnite, oh, in Fortnite right now. Yeah, you can do that right mm. now. Yeah, that's mm. good. Yeah, we missed the Avengers Endgame tie-in to where you could play as the different Avengers. <sighs> yeah. Oh well. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, oops, a days. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, you want to get into some gamer news? Some hot some topic. Gamer yeah. fucking news. Holy shit! Do I got some gamer news for y'all? Let me tell you what. Here, can I preheat the oven real quick? Preheat the oven. Kevin did a great job at putting together the news this week. He actually puts together the news mainly every week. Sometimes I write. I haven't been in a writing mood lately. Okay. Yeah. That's just where I'm at in this headspace. If Stephen King wasn't in a writing mood, mm-hmm. we would get 50 less books a year. <laughs> <laughs> How many do you think he averages? I think his average is about like 5.5 books a year. I would say. 5.5. Okay. Yeah. Are all of them good? No. <laughs> <laughs> is he a mastermind? Absolutely. Absolutely. He's doing it. He's doing it, dude. Yeah. He's doing it. Oh, what happened here? Hold on. You broke the dock. Hold on. Gamers, I'm going to start bottling my taint sweat, and I'm going to sell it. <laughs> I have some leftover Burnwell jars, <laughs> and I'm just going to go ahead and squeeze that taint juice into them. I've got them. some Band-Aids you could use. You like gamer Band-Aids? You like some old Band-Aids, it gamers? It stinks. Like I, old meat. I can assure you I was playing Dead or Alive 5 while I was using these Band-Aids. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, don't forget the gamer news oven here. We talk about this shit all the time where we feel like... Um, since March, even I guess before then, with Sony's free PlayStation Plus offerings, that it's been kind of weak. It's been weak. Yeah, they got rid of PS3 games and PS Vita games. We thought they might roll in like, you PSVR. know, one or two PSVR games, but it's yeah. been just kind of an offering of like two PS4 games as is, and not as strong as they could be. No. Um. So the July one looked pretty. I don't know how to put it. Piss poor, lackluster, lukewarm. Bobo. 
these games might have been for someone and i thought to put it on our last episode because i'm like oh yeah i can just put in the free games and that'd be great people love that shit but i did free free games of how it was so the july list was initially pro evolution soccer 2019 yeah which i don't know if you like soccer games that's pretty pretty cool and most of the world does we don't most of the world does and then the other one was um the other one was horizon chase turbo okay yeah which is like a racing game oh it's a it's a spin-off racer from uh horizon basically plays a loy out there right <laughs> red in, uh red in some sort of i wouldn't be mad if gorilla T-Rex. had that yeah get a racing game that'd be all right yeah i'm still waiting for bloodborne cart oh <laughs> from software racer yeah but so anyway um last minute they kind of pulled off the pro evolution soccer 2019 offering and then rolled in um detroit become human okay the deluxe edition that comes with heavy rain and it's, hmm. it seemed like an interesting thing to happen, like, last minute. I think as far as my interests go, it's like asking me, hey, Kevin, do you want to get hit in the back of the knee with a crowbar, or do you mm-hmm. want to fall down a manhole today? <laughs> and I don't, I don't know. You're like, I don't know what sounds worse. I don't know what's the worst choice here. Mm-hmm. I don't get, I can give fuck all about soccer, and I can definitely give fuck all about David Cage and his machinations. His I th- fucking android sim. I thought about it this morning, though, actually. I think it'd be really funny to watch you stream, Detroit. Oh, my God, please, no. <laughs> People would love it. I really don't want to yeah, play send that us game. a hit on Twitter if you want Kevin to stream that. This you time. also get heavy rain on that, and yeah. at least at least I think that was a, a passable game. I because mm-hmm. it was new, it was in the moment, yeah. right? That was the first of the cageisms to come mm-hmm. out, and then when we got subsequent cageisms, it was just like um, Zack Schneider's career started really dope, and you're like, oh, I can get into this, and then you got to the point where he was like, of course, Batman would fucking kill you, idiots, and it's <laughs> like, all right, let's take a fucking step back from all of this. Well, no, it's different than David Cage because yeah. there's no violence and david cage games oh that's true <laughs> nobody dies no detroit become human is the first non-violent video game of all time yeah that's that's, uh, that's I, something that he i want to say sidebar here yeah I've got, you yeah. as a robot lead a robot civil rights <laughs> moment that basically culminates in an uprising where you kill yeah. people people die in that game unless it's all a simulation I think that's patently untrue, and yeah. I think David Cage would take uh, umbrage with you, sir. So this raises kind of a few interesting questions. Why did it happen? Why did it happen? Yeah. Were people just like screaming that loud about it? Was it that... Um, I don't know. I, I think Sony no, works closely not. with uh, FIFA in terms of like marketing and shit. Uh, I can't say that either. I don't know. It, it could have been... Well, Konami came out and said it wasn't them. Okay. They said it was definitely a choice by Sony. Okay. It makes me think, well... Maybe there's something to um, Quantic Dream uh, going multi-plat. Yeah, that's an interesting point, too. Yeah, because they, they started putting their games on, on Steam mm-hmm. as well. Like Heavy Rain and uh, the really, really fucking bad one. The mm-hmm. really fucking bad one. What was that called? Beyond Two Souls. Thank you yeah. so much. Thank you so much. Willem is Defoe. <laughs> <laughs> I remember playing that game and you sent me that through the PlayStation Network and I'm like, thanks, jackass. <laughs> Listen, yeah. I made that game better. Well, that, that's true. That could also be a point, like, since it's going multi-plat, maybe mm-hmm. they're just trying to get one last good squeeze yeah, out of it, get engagement on the PlayStation side. Maybe they're about to lose it or something. Or, maybe. I, I don't know. Maybe they, like, contractually yeah. couldn't, couldn't like, have it as a free game this year. Maybe they intended it for it to be, like, later on mm-hmm. in the year and you're like, ah, fuck, we won't be able to do that. And that's, like, one of our biggest, like, you know, exclusives yeah i guess <laughs> i mean it's possible that they were able to do like one last payout to quantic dream like mm-hmm. here you know make some money off of it and uh cool i we'll, mean we'll however it ways. happened i i will say that a david cage game might be marginally better than a soccer game as mm-hmm. far as <sighs> no i feel nothing right now <laughs> i don't feel good about this i think you're gonna feel nothing about next week or next month's offerings as well there was a leak for august what is um, next month 
UFC 3 and then Star Wars Battlefront 2. Which Star Wars Battlefront 2 could be cool. Yeah. Okay, so that game's been like $6 every <laughs> fucking PlayStation Flash sale. And I have refrained, refrained from getting it. Telling myself, I'm just going to buy this for nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to actually play this. I'm going to do a few rounds and be like, huh. Okay, satisfied, yeah. and move the fuck on. Same thing happened to me with Gravity Rush 2. I fucking played it for two oh. hours, and I was like, oh, now I get what this is, and then fucking stopped playing it forever. It's a bummer. Yeah, why is that a bummer? I don't know, because I was kind of interested in Gravity Rush 2, and if it didn't hold your oh, attention... I didn't, see it. I didn't say it was bad. Yeah. I was just like, oh, okay. My interest is satiated, okay. you know? I wasn't hooked. Maybe you'll be hooked. Like, you're hooked by the boring Deke Man game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I mean, I'm invested now. I've, I've named my bike... You've named your bike. Yeah, it's beautiful and blue. We named it Cool Ranch. Gotcha, Cool yeah, Ranch. CR. I would call it 3D Dorito. That's my favorite one. Popping with flavor. Well, I think it was a contract thing, mm-hmm. and that settles that mystery. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's weird to think... I'm a detective. <laughs> it's all that judgment. All the I mean, judgment. I can't even really begin to speculate what Sony Interactive does behind the scenes or how these deals get struck up. But... No one can, and no one knows. Yeah. Not Only even people that work there. Only shoe. Yeah. Shoe's the puppet master, <laughs> and he's he's just pulling all the strings through dreams. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes. Okay. I got a number one on here for you, and it's kind of a big one, actually. So let's let's power through this. We got to power through this one. This is a sequel to our Nintendo Switch Sitch. Two years after the fact. Three years after the fact. We've right? had iterations since then, though. No, forget about those. Those okay. are all bad. Those are all the bad models. No. Okay, fair enough. We got a new one. Number one, Nintendo is releasing a Switch that don't switch. That's a true fact. <laughs> Yes, everyone's favorite Mario Maker has announced a Nintendo Switch Lite. It's a smaller, cheaper model of the hybrid console, except it isn't a hybrid or even a console. It's a handheld-only Switch that cuts out some features of the original system to hit that uh, $199 price point. $100 uh, cheaper than the current Switch models, by the way. The Switch Lite has built-in Joy-Cons that cannot be removed, and it's not compatible with the Switch dock, meaning you can't play it on your TV. Further, the Joy the Joy-Con's HD rumble and IR sensors have been ousted. Hmm. Now, it's not all downgrades though. The light is duh, lighter than the normal Switch, benefits from 20 to 30% better battery life, houses an actual D-pad on the left Joy-Con, and removes that flimsy ass kickstand. The light also has a slightly smaller screen but still manages to output in 720p. Nintendo of America president Doug Bowser told The Verge that they focused on creating a handheld-only version of the Switch based on how players typically interact with the original Switch. Nintendo says it will add labels to eShop games displaying whether or not they're playable in portable mode. If you attempt to buy an incompatible game on the Switch Lite, you will receive a warning. Hmm. The Switch Lite will launch on September 20th in multiple colors, plain gray, loud yellow, and eye-searing turquoise. (laughs) There will also be a special light gray Pokemon edition for those delightful fans screaming about a national dex. Dougie Bowser confirmed that the Switch Lite would be the only new hardware releasing this year, which actually puts a nix on the idea that uh, Switch Pro would be coming out in the same year. Mm. Not to say that it's off the the table, because this light was a part of those rumors. Okay. I think maybe another year or two a switch pro with like more onboard memory and better capabilities is i think it's feasible yeah something like that something like that now a few people out there just a few a few of these gamers these so-called gamers are are taking issue with this because it is kind of a reduction in features Mm -hmm. i guess the they anticipated maybe something more out of a new model switch from nintendo Mm -hmm. 
And I'm just kind of confused because I'm like, I feel like the only people that would be really complaining about this probably already have a Switch in their homes. Mm -hmm. This is the economy model, man. This this wasn't supposed to be the one that totally outmodes the Switch that you have right now. Well, it seems weird because in most like console or handheld life cycles, they Mm -hmm. go buffer first. Like, we saw, what, the 3DS, then the 3DS, XL, and then the 2DS as an after effect. Right, right, We see all these bigger hard drives and things coming for, like, I don't know, you see the PS4, PS4 Pro, and then, like, the lighter models usually come towards, like, the tail end of the life cycle. It's weird to see, like, this coming in, like, two years in, but it also kind of makes sense, you know, especially when it's coming out. Maybe part of it is they didn't hit their initial forecast for what, how many Switches they were going to sell. I Mm -hmm. think they said, what, like, 35 million or some crazy shit like that, and then they didn't hit that, (laughs) and now they adjusted their uh, anticipations for that, and they're releasing this new model to get that kind of like, you know, people on board. Mm -hmm. And so far, and it's cheaper to manufacture too. I imagine cheaper to manufacture. Um, it has that low cost, high profit margin kind of position. Mm -hmm. So it's $200 and people are uh, like are upset. We're just like, Oh, I don't understand. It's a handheld only. It doesn't make sense. Now I get to one degree. I do think it's a little bit foolish to not have it be like compatible with a dock down mm-hmm. the road in some way, because you could do one of two things. Sell motherfuckers that jumped in on the switch light, a dock. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's an add on right there. And two, you know, it, it gives you your consumer kind of options like going forward. But otherwise I'm not too fucked up about this. This is not for the hardcore gamer. This mm-hmm. might be for people that just, one, couldn't afford the $300 Switch, or two, parents that are looking to get a cheap Switch for their kids that is durable and they won't destroy or lose a fucking Joy-Con or what have you. I think that's exactly what it is. I think it's, it's exactly it's it. Marketing yeah. towards kids, basically. Because when when I worked at GameStop, um, parents would come in and they'd be like, oh, uh, what's the difference between the 2DS and 3DS model? And I'm like, well, the 2DS, it's, you know, it's kind of built in unit. The screen doesn't close. It doesn't do 3D, but it, you can still play the same games on it. Mm-hmm. And the price point was so much more attractive. It was like, I think more than $100 cheaper. Yeah. And a parent would be like, well, yeah, I'm going to get this instead. Yeah, especially if we're talking <laughs> about like, oh, well, it's like I have a five-year-old, five, mm-hmm. the seven-year-old, yeah. you know, they, they are going to put a Nintendo piece of hardware to the fucking test yes, okay they they're gonna smash it they're gonna spit on it they're gonna put it in a toilet mm-hmm. they're gonna throw it at a duck it's gonna happen ducks are gonna get hit by miyamoto's brilliance <laughs> okay that's real duck hunt that's a real duck hunt right there and i'm just like so if you're sitting here and getting upset about the different or, or i should say the lack of features mm-hmm. on this then just chalk it up to it's not for you you know i don't see why people are mad in the first place i don't see why people. this news came out and i'm like okay cool like this is gonna come out they're gonna make gangbusters off of it it's coming out at the perfect time too september right before pokemon yeah and i think they're actually releasing like pokemon sun or not sun and moon pokemon sword and shield models with it yeah so that's gonna even drive sales even harder for it oh that's the special edition is i think they're just doing one model for uh, sword and shield but yeah i mean it's Perfect timing mm-hmm. and perfect onboarding point and perfect to get it in before the holidays. The holidays. Yeah. Yes, it all makes sense. It makes sense to me and people are upset. Like I saw one argument that they shouldn't call it the switch because it doesn't switch. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense. And I go, well, I see your point on a very technical basis, but they would be fucking crazy to switch the brand name right now when the switch is hot. It's so hot. That's just business, man. Yeah. I'm sorry. You can figure it out. <laughs> like you can yeah. figure out what we're talking about. They're all called Switch Games. Yeah. Okay. And it's just called Switch Light. 
just a switch light. That's it. Like it's fine. The light means it's different. I you know it's lighter on hardware, lighter on capabilities. That's yeah, all. we don't want to like we saw the brand confusion with Wii to Wii U, right? People didn't know what the fuck the Wii U was. And that was the next console. I know exactly. So yeah. it's like, oh come on, no, I I'm not fucked up about them calling it the switch light. That's I'm not, not. I'm not fucked up about it either. I know yeah. that was the whole marketing gimmick back in 2017. You could switch it between your TV. You can go on the go with it ha 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 yeah it was the whole fucking spiel and it was awesome yeah but like it's we're two years in we're inundated we know what the switch is and this is just to get more people on board That's yeah it. it's like I, you get it like yeah. what else would they call it like the switchless switch <laughs> the d switch the anti-switch the thing no, that no. i'm kind of fucked up about with it is the screen is a lot smaller mm. than the standard model sure. and like I don't really know too much about like wanting to play on that. Like I already have trouble seeing on it as is. I can imagine playing on something that's like a little smaller. And then to not have games that are um, compatible with uh, the Wii Motion or whatever it is, the Joy-Con support, mm-hmm. you're cutting off well, actually like some of your bigger games. Yeah, here and there, I think Pokemon uses like the mm-hmm. the what do you call it? the IR sensor yeah. for throwing. You have to get the separate Pokeball peripheral. Yeah. To like actually work and you can't yeah, play kind of a lot of the one two switch games sure sure and then i think like come like this coming out parents are gonna be so fucking confused they're gonna buy games that aren't compatible with it oh yeah yeah it's gonna yeah, be yeah. so fucked there, up there's a slight risk there for mm. sure but i think i think the price point and the value proposition is just gonna outweigh that yeah i think people are gonna be like oh okay i don't know like for their bigger games you could still play them you know, it's just a few features that are missing. I don't think anyone's going to, you know, have a war about this. And for the people that actually would care about those features, not being compatible with the new Switch are probably people that own a fucking Switch already. Like, this is the point that I keep on trying to make. This yeah. is not meant to replace your shit. Maybe if you are in the good mm-hmm. with financial green, you say to yourself, oh, this is my travel Switch from now on because yeah. it makes more sense as a companion piece, right? So... Go do that. For me, I'm not going to pick one up. This doesn't. This is not no. for me. There's no, no it's not reason. for me. The colors don't speak to me. Even um, even if it had a neat ass color, I would still be like, I have a switch that does everything I need it to yeah. do. I don't. I don't need this to do everything. Well, you know. And I already because they were going to hit the two hundred dollar price point. That's true. Yeah. I already primarily use my switch as a handheld anyway, right. and I feel like most people do. And the people who are bitching about this probably only use their switch as a fucking RPG on the go machine. <laughs> like, just chill out. Who cares? Right. Just chill out. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. I I hope they do a Switch Pro, and I hope we get a good reason for why we want that but Mm -hmm. you know what i'm not too fucked up about the hardware nintendo fans if you want to wage war against doug (laughs) just doug these days and his koopas and his koopas how about you knock on the door and say hey nintendo switch online ain't that great right now yeah we would like to see more value add on mm-hmm. that we want to see like super nintendo games we want to see other kinds of games we want to see discounts like crazy maybe free stuff that isn't just nes games mm-hmm. you know i want to see that happen instead of like oh here's this hardware that's everything you could want from nintendo i'm like nah, they're not gonna give me voice chat mm-hmm. no they're not <laughs> they're not gonna give me everything i want i don't need them to do that they're nintendo dog yeah. they're not my primary source of play Sure, not these days. Maybe when we were younger, for sure. Yeah, when we were younger, for sure. For Even sure. with this, though, I see them 
price gouging the shit out of it like in terms of peripherals like i don't doubt that there's going to be an adapter for a dock down the line really or that they'll like have additional joy con support for it Mm, maybe maybe that that would be a move where i would be like no stick to your guns and be like this is a handheld only switch i would admire that rather than like oh here's a custom dock that only works with the light i'd be like oh what is this yeah yeah i don't know even having additional joy con support like although i could see him doing it would be weird because there's no kickstand so it's not like it could stand up on its own my kickstand can't do shit (laughs) i don't know i played it i played it like that a few times i i've done it too and it's like it's whatever but like you know if you if you lean or throw a meatball at it too hard because i'm always a lot of meatballs i'm always eating meatballs and i'm throwing meatballs left and right okay meatball monday is crazy around here (laughs) you know what it's like (laughs) my one thing is like why did they sleep on announcing this at e3 you know Oh, like during a Nintendo Direct? Yeah. They had a pretty stuffed uh, Nintendo Direct with all sorts of games, mm-hmm. like, you know, Astral Chain. And Luigi's Mansion 3. Uh, Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. <laughs> there we go. Breath of the Wild Part 2. Sure. They're busy. They couldn't do it. Yeah. I don't know. It's time to get that, that summer fever in. I, mm-hmm. I don't know how marketing works, okay? I would tell you why yeah, I mean, if maybe I was it's, working there. Maybe it's smart to get it out of, like, the E3 fever swell of games and software and then like okay cool we got our own little window we can control boom here's a switch light yeah coming in september i think it's fine i think it's great it's great for kids great for parents that want maybe hey they have a switch for their own you got gamer parents out there all right Mm -hmm. they exist there's gamer parents my uncle's a gamer parent and they got a gamer kid and they're like wow i love my kid but they fucking suck when it comes to like maintaining and taking care of Mm -hmm. our switch it would be really dope if i can get them their own fucking cheapo switch that's Mm -hmm. A blinding color. Yeah, that way they don't have to touch mine and get their stupid grubby exactly. fingers all over it. Stupid grubby fingers. My one Joy-Con hasn't synced in years. Doesn't even look like me. I don't know whose kid this is, really. They're fucking up my Switch. Bothers me every night before I go to bed. It really, really does, but I haven't said anything to my husband. Rick, I didn't say anything. Nothing. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Switched at birth. Wait, you'd have to say to your wife first. Nah, yeah. no, in this okay. in this Nintendo fantasy, the men are popping out kids. <laughs> well, SIPA's kicking in real good, like. <laughs> we should probably get to number two on here before this podcast Wait, becomes bad. <laughs> number two on the news or number two on the number beer? Number two on the news. I'll get another beer. I'll get another beer. Okay, hold on, hold on. I'll get another beer. <laughs> <laughs> number mm. two. Okay. Are you going to get the Switch Lite? Am I going to get the Switch Lite? Are you going to get the Switch Lite? um i imagine if i get the switch light it's going to function as a paperweight i barely use my switch currently <laughs> I, go I don't even know cycles. where it is oh it's right here yeah. i go through cycles i'm definitely going to be using the switch light no sorry fuck the light i'm going to be definitely be using the switch next week mm-hmm. when marvel ultimate alliance 3 comes out i'm going to make a dent in that game assuming it's good i imagine it'll be good i mean it's I we already okay. know what we're getting with it i think it'll be fine as yeah. long as i can play a spider gwen you got me i'll i'll wait for the switch pro and maybe that's oh. a maybe this is a fucking uh, pipe dream to hope that it's going to happen. But you know, Mario is all about pipe dreams, so you know <laughs> that's that's very true. That's very true. Won't be the last time we'll talk about Mario. Anyway, number two, the new Mortal Kombat will be R-rated and feature fatalities. Are you confused? It's a movie I'm talking about. The title didn't really reveal that. The new movie Mortal Kombat is going to be R-rated. Daniel. The upcoming film's writer, Greg Russo, took to Twitter to confirm with a K that the adaptation will meet fans' bloody expectations. Yeah, you know how to And he's it. not a Russo brother. I had to look that up. He's not one of the Russos that we know. No. Now, quote, Since it's already been stated by other members of the team, I'm going to put this one to bed. 
MK will be R-rated, and for the first time ever, fatalities will finally be on the big screen. And no, I'm not going to say which ones. You'll just have to wait uh, for the movie and see! Exclamation times three, and then a winky face. (laughs) End quote. (laughs) This Greg Russo guy gets around on the video game adaptations. Apparently he was writing the the Resident Evil reboot script that Mm. was influenced by RE7. Oh, yeah, we which, talked about that a few months ago. Yeah, which may or may not ever see the light of day. Mm-hmm. My, you know, screenwriters like to talk. That's the social media generation. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, those deals don't come through until I see a fucking trailer. You know what I'm saying? 1995's Mortal Kombat, directed by Paul W.S. Anderson, and 1997's Mortal Kombat Annihilation, directed by who gives a fuck, <laughs> were both PG-13. It wasn't until 2010's online short film, Mortal Kombat Rebirth, that... Well, we saw any kind of live-action gore, despite the fact that the games these projects are based on tend to be gory as hell. In other news related to the film, the Lin Kuei's icy warrior, Sub-Zero, will be portrayed by Joe Taslim. The Indonesian martial artist is best known for his roles in The Raid Redemption, Fast and Furious 6, and Netflix's The Night Comes for Us, which is just a fucking awesome film, dude. You should really fucking see that I've film. I've been hearing like great things about that on Twitter. Very good. It actually has the star of the raid as the bad guy in it. So it's a nice little flip. It's fucking good. Hmm. Now, Mortal Kombat, the R-rated film starring Joe Taslim, releases March 5th, 2021. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's a little while away, right? Yeah. Yeah. But hey, more MK. I guess this strikes me as strange because I I didn't realize the originals didn't have fatalities in them. I I just remember a lot of weird... I somehow knew you were going to say this. CG and reptile scuttering around and looking awkward and out of place i i knew you're gonna say something like this I, so I how do you it. think they're gonna execute it do you think it's gonna be a very stylized like one shot sort of dealy or what do you mean like okay like a get... children of men situation we're just gonna stroll through a one shot of fatalities or no i mean not one shot but uh maybe scenes that are shot differently in a different like lens or context like framed in a certain way or do you think it's going to be very fluid within the scenes? The I don't movie? know how stylized they're going to go with this film, but mm. I feel like it might be like just in the context of the film, you're okay. just going to see somebody get their head cut off or some shit like that, get frozen to death. Like, I would like that. I think that'd be very natural. It's going to be cool, but yeah. it's it's going to be dicey to choose who is going to die, right? Because mm. these are all fan favorites, except for Kano. Kano sucks a dick. Well, if Mortal Kombat's taught me anything, it's that nobody's ever really gone. No one's ever really gone. <laughs> they always <laughs> come true. back, you know? I am I feel like they're making the, the right choices here, and this mm. casting for Sub-Zero specifically excites me, and I was like, oh, you actually got an actor of Chinese descent to play mm. him. If, you're, awesome. if you remember Mortal Kombat Annihilation, and nobody does uh sub-zero was in the movie and he was played by just some white stunt guy <laughs> it was fucking awful listen the 90s were a different time for video game movies let alone movies let alone anything yeah. right i mean oh, man i don't know what was worse the the double dragon movie mm. with robert pattinson as as the bad guy what oh yeah no not pattinson sorry patterson <laughs> okay i was like what the fuck <laughs> Patrick's Robert Patrick. <laughs> oh, this is devolved. Or Mortal Kombat Annihilation. We drank too much, Daniel. Well, our second IPA, no big deal. I'm excited for this film. Really? I am because I don't care. You don't care. I don't really care. I don't think it's gonna be like Tomb Raider. <laughs> that movie was fucking nothing. Which I tried to watch. You know they're making a sequel to I that. I tried shit? to watch that last week or the week before, and you're like, "Are you watching Tomb Raider?" And 
you will, you'll usually stand in my doorway or by my bed and hang out for a second, but you left immediately. You're like, I can't even be in the room. I didn't want to watch that. It was so boring. I was like, fuck this. I think the most interesting moments in that movie are her pre-Laura, pre-Tomb Raider, when she's just hanging out, like, being a normal person. Yeah. I think that shit was really cool. I would have watched a whole feature-length film about that. It's very fucking telling yeah. that... Being a bike courier. The movie gets boring when she starts being the Laura Croft we know as a Tomb Raider. It does, because it's all rote. Yeah. It's all over-the-top shit. It's actually a lot of stuff that we see from the games, but it feels like pantomime or parody, like, not done nearly as well. I feel like we, we're still at the point in 2019 that the question is, what's going to be the first good video game movie? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I I don't know. I got nothing for you. Maybe uh, the Uncharted Project with Tom Holland? That sounds pretty, that does sound pretty, pretty dope, cool. nasty. Yeah. I like Tom. And that's being done in-house through Sony in their film studio, so that yeah, could yeah. work. That could work. Yeah. Um, I didn't think Silent Hill was awful, although on repeat viewings, yeah, yeah it's yeah. not like... It's not phenomenal horror. <laughs> I'm not looking for video game movies to save cinema. I really do. I like having no. it separate, but I, I do like the treatment that we've been getting recently from Netflix. We talk about this fucking all the time with the Castlevania. Castlevania. Um, Listen, that's a way to do it. TV shows seem to make more sense for these video mm-hmm. game adaptations than any of these films yeah. do. We don't have enough time in a film to cover, you know, the Master Chief saga about his suit jacking him mm-hmm. off. You need a we, whole episode or movie for that even. We need like three episodes about like how do we, how hard does it jack him off? That's one episode. How fast? How <laughs> fast? <laughs> Where does it all go? Where does it all go? <laughs> the third one. How does it drain him out? What's the after effect? Okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so you're, st- you're stoked for this, yeah. apparently. Okay. Yeah, I'm stoked. And, for any this, hopes dude. for it um, in terms of a story tie-in? Do you want it to kind of relate mm-hmm. to the newer games or be its own thing? Um, I don't know. I, I think I, I would like kind of a retelling mm-hmm. of the original games in a more, maybe like a more modern kind of aesthetic, okay. but do some crazy shit. Throw some of the fucking cyborgs in there, you know, make, make Shang Shang a fucking sorcerer. That's like popping off heads and crazy skull shit. Cool. Make it, make it like big trouble in little China with like decapitations. I want that. <laughs> that would be awesome. Oh my goodness. Number three on here, Daniel. <laughs> rebellion ceo explains why their latest game is an epic game store exclusive the answer money fuck it's always been money gamers idiots you didn't know that why do you think fucking borderlands is launching on epic money son dumb gamer randy pitford only gets hard if he smells cash well he needs to pad for the lawsuits so that's true he's gonna have erections in court oh He's going to hide him with his shiny magic shirts. <laughs> this has gone bad. We're this, this is a sour episode. We're a bad podcast. Guys, please stick through. We have a fun topic. <laughs> this is why we don't drink on air. I know, I know, I know, I know. We're back. Rebellion CEO and co-founder Jason Kingsley recently signed a deal to make Zombie Army 4 an Epic Game Store exclusive. Now, I, I, I knew you were going to say, what the fuck is Zombie Army 4? <laughs> I knew you were going to ask me. I had to stop you. I didn't read that You one. were like, what the fuck is Zombie Army? So, Rebellion, um, I know them specifically because they made an Alien vs. Predator game that I really love. They also did the Warriors PS2 game, which is also okay, very yeah, good. Okay, yeah, you always talk about both of those. I do. Yeah. Rebellion, I like them. They're mid-tier publisher, or okay. mid-tier developer for sure. Mm-hmm. They made, I think, Shellshock Vietnam. 
Not a great game. They also shoehorn zombies into the sequel somehow. They really like military shooters for zombies. So you're, I think you're in World War II fighting Nazi zombies in these games. Okay. Super popular. You can get the whole trilogy for like 50 fucking bucks on PS4. Oh, fuck yeah. You know, we'll, we'll grab that shit and we'll, we'll make some great content out okay. of it, okay? Sure. So, in an interview with GamesIndustry.biz, he wasn't shy about why he made the decision. Quote, Generally... I think I would prefer not to do exclusives, but I understand Epic's position with it. And quite frankly, they're paying through the nose to build their store. All credit to them. It's fantastic. And we'll take some of their money. Thank you very much. End quote. Rebellion. I applaud the transparency. Yo, my dog... He's a true G. <laughs> like he's not gonna he's not gonna tell you like oh we're we're altruists making mm. zombie army four. No, no fuck you. We like the integrity of Epic Games. It's like no here here it is. We're gonna lay it out. Developing games, putting them out there, marketing them. It's expensive. He needs to make that money, yeah. honey. That's what it is. There it is. So the Zombie Army franchise has amassed a sizable following on PC through Steam. Still, Kingsley calls the deal a pure business case. <laughs> Kingsley said, quote, Sometimes, as an independent developer, you've got to take your chances. When something like that is offered, you sort of share the risk and share the reward, end quote. So, you know, my dog's out there being real as shit about it, where it's going like, hey, I get it. But we're still a business. Mm -hmm. And you can still download it. It's still going to be available. Yeah. Just not on Steam. That's it. Cool. That's it. I'm, I mean, I'm not fucked up about that. And I'm sure we'll see more of these news items popping up as Epic kind of grows its platform. Mm -hmm. It's still kind of in the early days. And people are still getting fucked up about exclusive deals. But like at the end of the day, people make deals or time exclusive deals. Anything tied with the word deal for money. You know, it's yeah. because they need sure. money. And nothing comes without assets or resources like that no and <laughs> honestly the thing that moves customers is the content itself mm -hmm. whether that be games films whatever like mm -hmm. you know exclusives make sense in a lot of cases mm -hmm. they do and they, it kind of makes a whole wheel go forward and i yeah. get that sucks especially if you've invested so much time into one platform mm -hmm. but and i will say another good argument is that epic has not shored up their feature set on Epic Game Store. I want to hear more about that. I want to hear more of them say, like, hey, we're going to commit it to making this really fucking good instead of just, like, you know, getting a lasso out there and getting every fucking exclusive down the street. I mean, you have to start with that, I think, too. Like, you have to build a base of games right. that people are going to be attracted to and then build a feature set along the way. But I, yeah. even still, it's like Epic has money. Fortnite's making money. Unreal Engine makes money. <laughs> so, That's true. Like, it's That's not like true. they couldn't build the feature set from the bottom up, but whatever. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. So but I get that. Now, what's really incredible is that this Zombie Army 4 was considered a big enough game to get Epic to be like, you're an exclusive. Now. Like, what? What are you doing? I don't know anybody who's playing it. I don't know anybody talking about it. This is the first I heard about the Zombie never Epic heard Awesome Trilogy. Anybody ever play this fucking yeah. game? I don't, I don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. I want it. I like Rebellion. I do. I like Rebellion. Mm -hmm. They gave me some good things. Their AVP game was great, man. To this day. To this day, well, hey, maybe due to this bond, we will see the Warriors, an AVP in a remastered collection. Don't but probably that. not. Don't say that. Probably not. That's not gonna happen. Have you seen anybody getting Don't fucked up that. about this on on Twitter or elsewhere? About Zombie Army? No. Yeah. Okay. They're getting fucked up about Shenmue Three, which makes a little more sense because the entire Kickstarter was based around the fact that it, you were gonna get a Steam key and mm -hmm. then features to that. And at the last minute, they're like, "Oh yeah, we're exclusive to Epic," and that's oh, wow. pissed people off. Yeah. That has definitely pissed people off. And that, that's a more precarious situation. We've seen a few 
I think Shenmue 3 is more more high profile, but mm-hmm. we've seen a few developers do that where like it's shift like, gears hey, last second. we're crowdsourced and then they switch over at the last second. But mm-hmm. I mean, we saw it with Metro Exodus. Um, Metro Exodus is a big example, but a more interesting example, and I uh, I think Inside Gaming did an entire episode about this, was The Outer Wilds, okay. not to be confused with The Outer Worlds yeah. by Obsidian. Uh, the Outer Wilds seems like a neat game. I think we we talked about it a little bit. It's like a space-faring game, a puzzle game. I don't think we've game. talked about it at all. We haven't talked about it on the show. Yeah. No. It's cool. I'll check it out. I think it's on Xbox and PC only right now. Mm-hmm. But they did the same thing where I think they were crowdsourced for a while and then they moved over to Epic Game Store. And it was like, oh, shit. Fans got pretty upset about that, uh, about Face. Mm-hmm. And for the studio, they said, well, we took the deal because, well, if you actually look at their financials, they're paying their dev staff very little mm-hmm. over an extended amount of time. Like, it just makes sense on a fiduciary level that, like, this, hey, the difference between being an exclusive and not could mean letting people go. Mm-hmm. Could mean a studio just not being there even after launch, mm-hmm. you know? So these deals, we want to get, like... We want to get upset about them up front, mm-hmm. but in the end, they make sense for the creators, mm-hmm. and it's the creators that we should be supporting because you don't get the game without the creator. Keep in mind, Valve is just the fucking middleman, mm-hmm. and Epic is the middleman as well. It's about where that money is probably best spent, mm-hmm. I think is the question about it. So, mm-hmm. Number four, Daniel. Deadpool director thinks Sonic's redesign will please the fans. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) The initial design for the titular hedgehog from the upcoming Sonic the Hedgehog movie was met with some passionate feedback, we'll say. Which is to say anyone with an anime avatar spent the whole week tweeting in all caps about the, after the trailer dropped. It, it was just dumb. Director Jeff Fowler was fast to respond, promising the hedgehog would get an overhaul that will meet fans' high expectations. Executive producer Tim Miller, best known for directing Deadpool and the next Terminator reboot that no one is going to fucking see, spoke to Variety about the situation. His quote, Look, I was with fans, and so was Jeff. When the shit hit the fan, I went over there and said, the most important thing to do, man, is say I fucked up. (laughs) This is pretty serious about this hedgehog, right? He'd already sent a tweet out an hour before I even got there. He's a good man. It was exactly the right way to handle that. The fans have a voice in this, too. There's a right way to listen. End quote. First of all, fuck the fans. Fans can get fucked. But yeah. the Miller also confirmed that he was <laughs> that he has seen the redesign. And quote, I think the fans will be pleased. End quote. Sonic the Hedgehog is set for a Valentine's Day 2020 release. It was pushed out by three months. Now you can take a date out there. And when that horrible blue monster gets, you know, mm-hmm. sped up there, you can just look over your sweetheart and start macking on her. I'm going to update my Tinder profile to say, just looking for a date for the February 2020 sonic movie listen yeah be mine in blue listen the right kind of girl is gonna get real hot up during a showing of sonic the hedgehog like yeah it's gonna be good it's gonna be really good yeah we're moving fast we're moving real fast um so here's the thing yeah every motherfucker who bitched about the redesign better fucking go see this movie you better go like honestly like you bitched and you moaned for fucking no goddamn reason and if you're not out there pushing the, the the numbers for this movie Fuck you. Delete your accounts. Oh my god, (laughs) Daniel. Daniel. Tim Miller says the fans were right. You have to side with the fans. It's a franchise, Daniel. He also said to Variety, we fucked up, which is... That's a good thing to say to Variety. He he did say it to Variety, but... 
you can't fuck up like this, mm-hmm. man. You saw the human teeth in that horrible monster. That's pretty. The disgusting. fans, the fans were looking at this shit and going like, "Did fucking, did fucking Hideki Miyazaki design this creature? Like, what is this?" <laughs> uh, kudos to Miller and his team because it was what in March or April that all this fucking started pocketing where people were getting pissed about the the initial design. Oh. So that's like two three months of work and that was a quick turnaround on, on the redesign i'm nervous for them to release images of it because i don't want to see people react the same way that's true you know? and what do you do at that point like you have to move forward with that design you can't like if people are pissed about that well fuck it like i think people are always gonna be upset exactly you can't I'm, please people. i don't think it's gonna you fix. can't please sonic fans yeah <laughs> especially not sonic yeah. fans i'm very disgruntled i hope they give him a big honking dick I hope they give him like a. Oh, he looks the same, but he has a big dick. They <laughs> go a Red Rover on there. <laughs> the movie's NC seventeen, right out of the gate. I'd be okay with that. I, I'm, I'm there day one. Yeah. So Daniel, hmm. I, Kevin Pape, the first of my blood, would pay a thousand dollars to see the Sonic the Hedgehog movie with the original Sonic design. A thousand dollars. He's got the money to spare. Now, there's some caveats to this. One, I want to go to a theater with like-minded people that also paid $1,000 to see this abomination on screen. And two, I want to be served chicken fingers and macaroni and cheese Mm -hmm. on my seat. But they're five-star chicken fingers and macaroni. Five-star. Emerald Lagasse fucking made these chicken fingers and mac and cheese from scratch. It's peppered mac and cheese. It's got bacon bits in it. It was seasoned overnight. Okay. It's not even that standard Velveeta cheese. It's like fucking like flown in from Tuscany. Yeah. I want it to be an ideal experience when I see this this horrible creature on screen. Because it was the right Sonic. It was the right move. It was the right move, Daniel. I wouldn't mind if they released like an alternate version. Like, you know how most like <laughs> they'll do like a um, director's cut or like, uh, I don't know, like cinematic cut and then like original cut or whatever. I want to see the original Miller cut. Of I want to see the original the Miller cut. Yeah, Miller cut. Well, yeah. he's just an executive producer. I want to be. I want to see the the Fowler fouled. Oh, <laughs> it's, it is, it's Jeff Fowler. Right, yeah, Jeff Fowler right. did it. Yeah. Um, apparently, I didn't find. I didn't know this until I read this article about Sonic on Variety. Mm-hmm. But Tim Miller and Jeff Fowler are a part of Blur Studio. Like they have like owning stake in Blur Studio. They're the ones that do like all of the cg trailers that we see at every e3 oh really yeah like hmm. all of the D- like diablo trailers and shit was blur studio all the shit for overwatch was blur fucking studio i didn't know that yeah it's crazy weird maybe maybe not all of the ones but they work in, in yeah they work in the industry companies. they work in the circles yeah they, okay. they do cool shit and i'm just like man now they're doing a movie and y'all bitch about the human teeth sonic come on come <laughs> on <laughs> let, let sonic have human teeth <laughs> let him be all these years that's what he's wanted it's what I. That's want. why he's chasing the it's rings to want. fucking rearrange his mouth with human dentures. I think I ask you this maybe once a month. So don't ask me it again. Do you think this movie is going to be good? I don't think it's going to be good. Okay, you unless don't. it somehow becomes in a last ditch effort. There's a rewrite and James Marston and Sonic are lovers. Oh fuck! Yeah, yo. Or it's like James Marston and Sonic do Westworld. Um, I don't think it's going to be that great. I want. I'm here movie, for the ride. I would really prefer if the movie was a little sexy. I gotta tell you, mm. I would really like that if, like, he gets into a relationship with a human woman at some point. Okay, okay. You know? Yeah, keep talking to me. But it gets, like, really serious. Like, we got a lot of, like, single camera long shots <laughs> of, like, of him just, like, smoking a fucking cigarette at the kitchen table, them talking about bills, missing bills and shit. We get a 15-minute long shot a la, like, Haunting of Hill House. That's from their first date <laughs> yeah. to their divorce. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Sonic is old as fuck at a funeral <laughs> with his ex-wife chilling there. It's Amy's dead. Amy Amy's died. totally dead. Amy's in a casket. Yeah. He's just sitting there. He goes outside. He's he's smoking a fucking cigarette. He's wondering where it all went. You know, he he's remembering he's remembering his wife, who I imagine her name is Rachel. <laughs> when they met in Green Hill Zone, when shit was just easy, when shit made sense. <laughs> Now we're like he's get he's getting a fucking stomach pouch. He can't run as fast as yeah. he used to. You Tails know? has to carry him everywhere, and Tails is struggling. Right, you know. And then like Shadow, Shadow's on a bender. Shadow shows up drunk to that funeral. Turns out he was hooking up with Amy this entire oh goddamn God, no. time. Entire goddamn time. Harsh. This is all in the one shot. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Incredible. We should we should take a crack Jeff, at the script. Jeff, Tim, are you listening? Delay the movie a little <laughs> bit longer. Let's get in. Delay there. it to 420 of 2020, <laughs> and we'll get a real script in your hands. Oh man! Yeah, no, two, not... two IPAs into this fucking podcast. We're doubling up, man. Yeah, mm. I'm not too excited about it, but I'll watch it because I'm a Sonic fan, and I'm along for every shitty Sonic incarnation that ever was. Mm. I'm a furry, and I jack off to this sort of thing. Number five, the Dark Pictures anthology will be eight games long, each made by a different dev team. That's ambitious. Yeah. Hmm. So Supermassive Games' spiritual follow-up to Until Dawn, called The Dark Pictures Anthology, begins in August with Man of Manan, a spooky nautical tale, <laughs> my favorite, but won't end there. Speaking with IGN, CEO Pete Samuel said that the series will span eight games with a cadence of two entries releasing a year. The only connective tissue between each game will be the curator, an ominous figure that serves as a sort of host for the games. Samuel said, Quote, we want to surprise people each time. When we announce the second game, we want it to be the last thing people expected, in terms of theme and subgenre and whatever. And then again with the third one. We have them mapped out for the first eight. End quote. Hmm. I mean, imagine they'll all be horror, right? I, yeah, they're all going to be horror. It's part of a horror anthology. Right. So I think the curator thing could work out here better than that idea did in um, Until Dawn, where you had yeah. the psychologist who was kind of like narrating shit. Mm. Like, oh, last week on Until Dawn. Because it's like, if you're doing anthologize or... Is that right? Anthologized? That seems smart. Yeah, anthologized, serialized, gaming horror in this bigger um, story narrative. A recap or something like that would work a little yeah. more. He's like the Crypt Keeper for the series, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I think that's a really cool idea. And I this is this is a neat project. Like, I really oh, dig this. It. I am not going to put that like put that down. I'm going to fucking get Man from Medan. I'm going to get the rest of these mm. shits, okay? Now, I got a little bit more on here. The gameplay foundation will remain consistent across each title. There will always be a choice-driven narrative with branching story paths and there will always be quick time events but in order to develop concurrently each entry into the dark pictures anthology will have a different director a different writer and a different dev team <laughs> oh and if you want to wear supermassive just announced man of Medan will feature co-op play we need to get down on i didn't shit. know that that's kind of cool and inventive it's for like really cool a narrative choice based game we haven't seen too much of that yeah it's really fucking cool. They have a mode where you, like, it's a couch co-op mode where you can pass a controller for, like, different choices and shit. Mm. And there's another one where you're playing with somebody else. Okay. Like, as another character doing their shit. Yeah, you get separated and you work together at the same time. That seems really cool. I'm into that. That's something that Telltale never, like, jumped into, right? Well, no. I mean, I feel like if they had the assets and if they kept going, they might have been able to innovate in the space a little, mm -hmm. a little more than they have. But, you know... 
unfortunately they didn't get to that point but the fact that supermassive is able to do this yeah this is cool this is breathing like new life and possibility into the, a kind of stale genre i'm so excited i want a spooky game daniel that's what i've been missing i need a fucking spooky game i mean again. that's why i've been playing days gone because i kind of like the light horror elements to it yeah it's got yeah. it's got that light horror but i need i need a nautical adventure mm-hmm. man like that movie ghost ship that movie ghost oh ship yeah sucked but still or, or isn't a whole ship line of people die in the beginning of that movie um yes and it's great yeah. how about what's that other one what's that other one with uh treat williams it's deep not impact deep lucy nope deep i only know one thing with treat williams and deep, that's everwood deep actually no he was also miss congeniality deep hang on i'm gonna look it up i'm gonna look it up right now okay well treat williams <laughs> deep <laughs> keeping this by the way Deep Rising, oh, motherfucker. Deep Rising. Okay. Okay. 1998's best sci-fi action film. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Can we watch that soon? Sure. Can we watch that, please? Yeah, we'll do a review. Okay. Fuck yes. yes. So, my question is, eight games, are they all going to be $60 a piece? Ooh. Because I haven't seen anything about pricing for it. I haven't heard anything about pricing. But Until Dawn either. was like budget as like a $60 Sony exclusive. That would make it a little tougher in, mm. my, in my book. I'd be fine with $40 games. Mm-hmm. And, like, they don't have to be as long as Until Dawn. Like, maybe they get to the point. Yeah. And maybe if they were a bit shorter, I'd be more inclined to, like, go through the different story paths and such. Whereas Until Dawn, I was just like, okay, I did my story. I'm done. What if there... I don't know if they're thinking about this. What if there was a Dark Pictures pass? Like, movie pass, but for, like, the whole eight games. Like, <laughs> right. you pay, like, 200 bucks and you get all eight of them. Over four years. It's a long term <laughs> plan, like, but you gotta it's a know long term like investment. Them. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Holy shit, that would be the greatest season pass. Hey, buck up, motherfuckers! <laughs> Here's a four year pass. <laughs> it's it's two hundred and three dollars. So you're gonna love every step of the way. I'm into it. Um, I think this week initial press embargoes for it left, so people have actually played it and mm. have impressions on it. I think um tomorrow well this will be not tomorrow by the time we put this episode up but uh kind of funny on their games cast they're gonna be talking about it i'm interested to see what they have to say because i really want to know what the hands-on impression i really do and if it's more of the same of until dawn that's fine okay until dawn was great you know i think the co-op thing is gonna make the be the Mm. deal breaker for me Mm. i think that's gonna be really interesting we should stream that shit for sure oh yeah for sure i i okay so i wasn't the hugest until dawn fan i think that like it tackled way too many horror tropes all at once. Yes, it could, I agree. It could have trimmed the ideas down a little bit, but I liked the feel of it. I liked the setting. I liked um, the choices and the the branching like narrative design that it had to. It was it was neat. I like that all the characters could die if you just fucking let that yeah. happen. All of them die. It, it genuinely surprised me along the way. It just felt mm. like it was trying to do a little too much. I like seeing the genre that David Cage helped shape become something not tainted by david cage mm. so i'm gonna support these games and hopefully one day quantic dream won't be a thing it'll just be a dream it'll just be a dream just be a, dream. a quantic dream a quantic dream. <laughs> this is cool because the, mm. i think this is the first entry that's going to be cross-plat for them yeah 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 it's exciting it's exciting times oh shit it's good shit for them mm. it's good what do you think they're going to tackle outside of man and Madan? like Ooh. what other horrors 
Man of Medan sounds like a ghost story on it a is. ship, really. So I the, think each story is supposed to tackle two different horror tropes. Gotcha. Said. I want a monster story. Like okay. I want a, like like a fucking creature from the Black Lagoon style story. Mm. I mean, they go out somewhere that's completely alien, so it's like super foreign and like stuck in a jungle, and something's tracking them down and hunting them. I want one of those. I want a sci-fi one. I want to be in fucking space. You want aliens and shit? Hell yeah, I want aliens, dude. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. Have Mulder. you been hearing about this shit about storming Area Fifty One? <laughs> yeah, it's everything that people are tweeting about lately i want i want them to make that a story for dark pictures (laughs) anthology of breaking into area 51 to get our alien brothers out yeah yeah i want that Mm. what do you want i kind of want like a found footage like blair witch dealy like give me witches give me like cerebral shit so good fuck yeah i want that dude what about a giant monster story like a fucking like Like a monster that is a giant crap like a kaiju (laughs) Correct a kaiju, a kaiju story. You're just people roaming around, going like, "Oh, we gotta get out of the city," and buildings are falling down and shit. That would be cool. like Cloverfield. Yeah, like Cloverfield, mm. or or you know, we can do like um. What about a body snatchers one? A where body like snatchers you have this core one. group of people. It's kind of like the thing, but yeah. like there's a monster inhabiting all of your friends' bodies, and you have to kind of suss out like which one it is. Oh, if you're like in a submarine stuck mm-hmm. with other motherfuckers and you can't tell who's going to be like the infected boy. You have to ask them oh, questions yeah. based off of like what you know of them in narrative. Right. What about a zombie story? Uh, Would you want a zombie nah, story? Nah, zombie you know, story. <laughs> you've been playing too much days. I think Zombie Nation Army. What's it called? Zombie Army zombie 4. Zombie Army 4 covers, <laughs> covers that name. They've got it covered. Fucking well and good. Okay, well, sweet. I Much power to them. I'm actually super interested. I want Man and Medan. Mm-hmm. I hope... Uh, Hope the best for Supermassive because, yo, they deserve it. They're a fucking great dev. Mm-hmm. So there you go. There it is. Um, You want to move on to our topic, my friend? I'm excited for a topic. Let's get fun. Let's get goofy. We're sitting at like an hour and 10 minutes. It'll be trimmed down for sure. Cool. For the longest time, we would come up to the show. We would write our episodes. What's our topic going to be? What's our topic going to be? And towards like this past year, we've kind of like played fast and loose with the idea of topics. But this one, we're back. We're back, back with a hot with topic. A, we're back with a hot fucking topic for you kids out there. We have a solidified idea for the topic. Mm-hmm. It's going to go badly, but it's going to be great. Sure. So what... Real the roommates in. What spawned this idea? What what spawned this idea was this... Uh, not everybody the, knows. This gamer girl bathwater. And I was <laughs> like, wow, that's one of the stupidest things that I've ever heard mm-hmm. as being uh, associated with gaming. And I thought to myself, well, wait a second. This isn't the first time that stupid shit related to gaming is purchasable. Mm. And I decided to do a little, uh, you know internet mission today he was hard at work while i was actually working i was hard at work and i was like oh it was fun it was fun as fuck <laughs> like all i had to do was go to ebay and look for a few terms and then it was like well this is some wall scrolls with tifa's vagina i'm almost bummed i wasn't <laughs> home for it because i i like the episodes where we get to research and do stupid it shit was together so good oh yeah. my god we should do a sequel to this episode because it's great but sure. we, we have uh, a top 10 goofiest fucking game merchandise that i could find mm-hmm. some of it's peripherals but i, I didn't want to get rabbit hold and just peripherals because i, I feel like that's a lot of what it would be yeah we could do a, a peripheral specific one but i don't want to just be like oh fuck the dreamcast with all their per-. no i love those peripherals mm-hmm. fuck you so like we'll we'll come back we'll revisit some sure. of this but let's let, let's get into this number one is one of my favorites okay it is the resident evil 4 chainsaw controller for the ps2 hmm. have you ever seen this son of a bitch i haven't oh it's ugly as fuck I'm big old right yellow now. chainsaw with like uh blood on the actual blade part of the chainsaw. Okay. And it comes with a display case <laughs> where you, it has Leon, but Leon's like split in half because of your chainsaw. 
Oh, wow. Oh, it's bad. That's bulky. Oh, it's bad. So How do you play with that? So here's the key features. <laughs> here's the key features for this controller. One, it's got a chainsaw shape. <laughs> Two, it's got that chainsaw-like rumble, baby. You do something, it rumbles like a chainsaw. And Rin, then three, Rin. it's got chainsaw sounds. It roars like an authentic chainsaw. Did you have this? No. Uh. No, it was too stupid to own. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't convince your parents to buy it for you. Fuck no, dude. When mm. Resident Evil 4 came out, I was 14. Yeah. Yeah, 14, 15. Yeah, no way. No way. I could, I could barely afford Resident Evil 4. I had to get fucking Maz to pitch in on that. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got the special edition, which was only $10 more and had the fucking tin case with it. Okay. Not a fucking chainsaw, by the way. Apparently, it's one of the most uncomfortable controllers that was ever made for the PS2. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it's just pure novelty for no reason. Okay. It's not an effective means to play that game, which Doesn't already like has it. uncomfortable controls, to be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, back then, though, like, chainsaws were in. You had the Texas Chainsaw Re- sure. Massacre remake. Zombie movies were a whole thing. It fits. It fits. Yeah. But no. <laughs> it didn't it didn't take off I'm trying to think of a way that it could work maybe if, like a like a fight pad it would have to be stick. a wii game right a wii where game? like you're just like blasting through with the chainsaw oh, okay yeah, yeah, it would yeah. make more sense it was like yeah it's an sensor. actual chainsaw and you're like hacking yeah. at the screen don't get me wrong i would fucking love love for like a modern day evil dead game mm-hmm. where you just have a chainsaw and you're doing chainsaw maneuvers psvr style yeah. i would love that just shit. chainsaw for did splatterhouse have a chainsaw no, it didn't have a chainsaw. Okay. Bummer. I just had a had a vibrator. Did it really? <laughs> no, <I don't> <laughs> Caked I don't in know. blood. Caked in blood. Number two on here. I found this. It's an easy one. Okay. Super Mario shampoo. That was the thing that happened. Perfect. You wanted the shampoo like a plumber. That's all. See, I'm not mad about that because I feel like as a kid, I bought shit up like that. Like video game cereal, video game gummies, oh, video yeah. game candies. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um... I bought up the fucking Spider-Man cereal, mm. which had like, it was basically the, the Chex Mix sort of situation, okay. or like Chex the cereal, but it was just web-shaped, and then there's marshmallows in Spider-Man's oh, face. Fuck yeah. It's fucking That's amazing. That's so great. Oh my god, I, I was a sucker for that shit as a kid. Fuck yeah. So, Super Mario shampoo, I bet it smelled great. It smelled like Luigi. I bet he smells amazing. I bet it was a two-in-one, because you gotta fit both brothers in there. So... You can't buy this currently except for on eBay. Okay. And I found one <laughs> listing where this guy was describing it. So uh, up for bid is a vintage bottle of Super Mario Brothers shampoo <laughs> by Revlon. I did not know Revlon got on this game. Uh, this was produced in the 90s, so I don't think I need to tell you to not use the contents inside. <laughs> it might be a little stale. Maybe a little. Contents are, in fact, original and unused. But shampoo isn't made to last forever. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. But it is a great showpiece for a gamer looking to decorate their bathroom. <laughs> yeah, I guess if you had a decorative bathroom, mine's yeah. pretty functional. I mean, I, d- I don't need that much like gamer gamer stuff in my sure. bathroom, I don't think. But maybe it won't hurt. I have a nautical theme going on. It's pretty you neat. You do. Yeah, you I have like a nautical it. It's theme. very blue. What do you think it smelled like? Oh, that's a good question yeah. right there. Like a spicy meatball? I think it I, <laughs> I think it had a little bit of a spice. Sure. Like a little patchouli sting to it. 
<laughs> it was the original Old Spice. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Exactly. I think it had a little patchouli stink to it. Hmm. I'm sorry I didn't do enough research to figure actually, out what, what's on the link actually real quick. Go ahead. Going on with it. <laughs> eBay.com. I want to see what it looks like. Oh, wow. So it's a picture of Mario. It for sure looks like it's from the late 80s, early 90s. He's holding his cap in his hand because sure he has bubbles all up in his hair. And sure. he's giving a thumbs up. He loves it. Wouldn't bubble bobble make more sense as a... Uh... Bubble bobble. <laughs> yeah, as I like a shampoo so. kind of product. But like, Mario was like, I feel like the first largely marketable mm-hmm. video game character. Yeah. So it makes sense to try and tie it into households and shit like that. Oh, what about like some Donkey Kong Jungle Blast? Oh. Get in there and got some fucking like a little bit of banana, a little mm. bit of banana conditioner. Oh man, yeah, they could have done this whole thing where it's like you start with uh, Mario, you end with uh, some Donkey Kong conditioner. How come we never got like a Pac-Man shampoo? Like Pac-Poo. 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 <laughs> I got a number three on here and this, it gets worse. It gets worse. <laughs> this is definitely going to be worse. This is awful. So this is a Pokemon menstrual pad. Yes. I'm looking at it right now. It was and- a real thing. It's, this is from uh, Owen Good on Kotaku yeah. from 2009. 2009. It looks like something from the 90s. It's got Pikachu on it. Yep. Poliwag. Or maybe that's Poliwhirl. I'm sorry. Eevee and Clefairy. And then like silhouettes of all the other Pokemon. <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, it's for the discerning gamer girl. For the e-girls out there, you know? Like, for, so first of all, this 2000... Okay, it's an article from 2009, right? I looked on Etsy. Uh-huh. There are people still creating and selling Pokemon-themed pads. There is a whole new generation of them. <laughs> what Pokemon do you want? Because it's there. You just get it. And the reviews are great for them. They're great. This line of, from, from Mr. Owen, yeah. quote, That, dear readers, is a blue flannel custom-made Pokemon-themed menstruation pad. Don't worry. Pikachu won't end up like Sissy Spacek and Carrie. He's on the other side of the battle, I think. Jesus <laughs> what Christ. The fuck? Jesus Christ, Owen Good. What was... 2009? Was 2009 like that bad for Kotaku? <laughs> it's a different time for writing in video games, and Twitter didn't exist, so people wouldn't be like, stop posting this every hour. Um, Etsy oh makes sense God. for them to continue Etsy this, because sense. like people would eat this shit up now. I see so many people wearing like Pokemon like boy shorts and underwear and whatever, you know? Why not a pad? Why not a pad? Why not a pad? Yeah. Bleeding the Pikachu. Yeah. That's fine. He's a trusted friend. For the- he will not judge you for menstruation. We need to break the stigma. One Pokemon at a time. Well, I feel like for the Pokemon trainer on the go, we yeah. need an evolution. We do. Much like Pokemon Evolve, we need to go from the menstrual pad gotcha. to the tampon. Right. Yeah. Oh, shit. So we're Pokemon tampons. So what are some phallic-shaped Pokemon <laughs> that we just stuff into our to our gamer girl in our life, our favorite gamer girl in our life? <laughs> <laughs> Would it be a, 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 a diglet-shaped tampon? <laughs> Hey baby, I know you got a heavy flow, but this Diglett's the way to but go. But this Diglett's level fifty-five and can oh handle. Oh my god! Can handle. Hold what, on, hold what on. have you got to throw at it? Hold on, before we move, phallic shaped <laughs> Pokemon, a Gyarados tampon. Oh my god! Thirteen Pokemon that look like this. This is from Carnivorous at Carnivorous.com. Metapod, Kakuna, Diglett nailed it there. Ferret, which is like a little, uh, looks like a fucking, what are those wow. animals called? Ferrets? Ferrets, yeah. Uh, that name's kind of on the nose. Yeah, they really uh, is. Sudu Wudu. Oh, dude, <laughs> can we get friend. a Sudu Wudu? 
Sudowoodoo tampons made with real wood. Waba fat. Waba fat. Okay. Wow. 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 Yeah. Wow. And I'm gonna stop looking at these because I've 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 opened up Pandora's box. You really have. And I can't stop. You really really have. We're gonna move on to number Give four. Me number four. <laughs> it's something that has nothing to do with menstruation. Uh, number four is Rasta and Pasta Women's Tetris Interactive Dress. Now, this is great guys. I wish I could show you a picture. I forgot that this was an audio podcast and not a visual <laughs> visual treat. We should do this on stream one day yeah. and just show these things. Um, so it's like internet explorers. It's a cute Tetris dress with all the Tetraminos, mm-hmm. the shapes, yeah. and they're detachable and you can just move them around the dress it's really cool actually it's one of the neatest things um too bad think geek is going out of sale because it seems like they would definitely or going out of business i should say oh, are they oh yeah they are i mean i guess they're tied to gamestop so it makes yeah sense. they're going out of business uh. yeah. the retail shops are shutting down yeah they're doing big sales we should get our stupid uh let's get some zelda shot glasses let's get some lamps because we need more of those motherfuckers i have so many zelda things have so many fucking zelda things. Yeah. thanks guys i couldn't find a zelda thing for this list i'm sorry yeah, there isn't like a fucking Triforce tampon or like a Triforce like. I mean, they're more dam. they're more functional. They're like Triforce lamps, <laughs> wall scrolls, shit all, like that. Yeah, yeah. I have sense. a Zelda belt. So this is one of the cooler things. I think this is actually cute. Number five on this list. You think it's cute because you want to? Oh wait, number four. Yeah, number four is cute. Okay. Number five, Super Mario Brothers Shower <laughs> Power. It is uh, basically a Mario shower head where Luigi is lifting Mario. Who was lifting a shower head. So you got these boys, these brothers, that are just like helping facilitate the shower for you. Okay. You know? They're holding on to it. And I really want one of these for the apartment. I think it makes sense to have have the Mario Brothers shower me. You t- <laughs> <laughs> in their love. You tweeted about it and I was like, what is this? Do we actually have this in the apartment? And you're like, no, it's for the list. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, okay, exactly. Okay. No, I found it on Flickr. Okay. Yeah. It's it's good. It's a good one. But it's it's notorious for some reason. So you can get your Mario Brothers shower power and your Mario Brothers shampoo. And it's yes. like a fucking you have the whole shower situation. Exactly. Right? They 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 yeah. fucking took over the bathroom, dude. I want a toothbrush, I want a fucking a Mario theme toilet which is just like one of the warp pipes but i'm putting my shit down it i want a shower curtain that looks like world one level one yeah exactly exactly all the tiles are the fucking bricks you could break some of them coins come down what is my life who am i why did i do this to my bathroom it cost ten thousand dollars daniel no wonder no girls will stay the night oh they'll stay the night (laughs) why'd you say it like that Take her to Pound Town. <laughs> you ever seen my Mario themed bathroom, baby? <laughs> wow. <laughs> this topic is ridiculous. What other what other shower heads would you expect from the Nintendo catalog, man? You want some Fire Emblem uh fucking theme? No, that's bullshit. Nobody I wonder like what those. Fire Emblem shit there is out there. Probably like Marth body pillows. Just Marth body pillows. Yeah, that's yeah. all it is. Marth yeah. and Roy. Swords. Yeah. yeah. Lot lots of swords. That's all that game is. How about how about like a like a Squirtle shower head would make sense, or like Yoshi. Okay. Yoshi is just like he's just spitting down on you. The head is like his mouth. He's going. Womp, womp. <laughs> That's not a Yoshi sound. <laughs> no, no, you're almost there. <laughs> I was almost there. Bling. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> We're just taking sound bits from Super Smash Brothers. Yeah. Well, well, what, what about Kirby? What could we fit in the bathroom with Kirby? Kirby, mm. I would feel like he just becomes larger as the water collects in his body. So like his body. So it had to be like a Kirby toilet situation. Oh, like that's a Kirby different, is the toilet. That's a different thing. Yeah. 
Who would you want to... Sh- what Nintendo character would you like to shit in? It's <laughs> <laughs> a real question. Outside of Kirby? Yeah. Outside of Kirby. You want to shit in Kirby's mouth so bad. King K. Rule. King K. Rule. I hate him. Big old toilet. Yeah. Big old toilet King Shouldn't K. Rule. mouth. I like it. Yeah. I like it. I think it would make more sense if it was DK's mouth. Okay. If it was like he was opening and shut and like the DK mm. DK blast and every time uh you take you flush the toilet it goes, He's one hell of a guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just does the whole fucking DK rap. Yeah, I think that would be good. Perfect. Alright, we gotta move down this fucking list. Sure. I'm real drunk. Uh number six. <laughs> Same. Xbox three sixty shape soap. <laughs> and it's just that. It's really realistic yeah. soap. I looked at it and I'm like, I can't it, believe they actually a, made that. It's a real ass controller. It's like ten bucks. You, you can get it on Etsy. It seems like a lot of work to make something so dumb, <laughs> but you know what? I'm in full support of it. In fact, there's a lot of soap things out there. Mm-hmm. Hot Topic was selling a like it was the cartridge case case of Sonic the Hedgehog two, mm-hmm. but the Dreamcast. Sorry, not Dreamcast. I'm getting so fucked right now. The Genesis cartridge mm-hmm. was soap. It disintegrates against your body. Smells like plastic. Smells like plastic. (laughs) You just smell like... Smells like polymers. Smell like a fucking cartridge. (laughs) Hot Topic does have a knack for selling, like, kitschy bullshit, like, tie and stuff for movies and video games and pop culture. Yeah, the few Hot Topics that are left in this world. All four of them. Yeah. There's one in South Center. Is there really? Yeah, I go there sometimes. We should go there and get a bunch of pop vinyls. (laughs) Let's get pop vinyls and and Super Mario soap. Always. There's always a guy there that's got a septum. Let's, we should go there and we'll put it on the save room credit card. And we're just going to buy five of the dumbest things and we'll do like a little video about it. Okay. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> You're like, I'm in it. The best gamer gear that we could find in a hot topic. <laughs> it's just Mountain Dew. Well, I guess before it would be like a Spencer's or an FYE. I feel like those are like the three tentpole yeah, shops right. for gamer things. You're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Number seven. This one, this one just tickles my... F- fucking life it's um, a nintendo 64 con- controller glove it is literally a beer cozy for your controller yeah now imagine I'm looking this. at it and i hate it imagine this scenario looks like gum <laughs> <laughs> your your hands they get super sweaty man you're in the fucking water temple in ocarina of time uh-huh. you're getting lost you're getting frustrated it's the middle of summer the dead heat of florida summer daniel the way i played in 1998 okay when zelda came out sure and I can barely hang on to my controller, okay? It's slipping out of my hands. <laughs> you know what would have helped? A fucking beer cozy for my controller, my uh, controller glove, sir. And it's absorbing my, my gamer stink, my my gamer fluids, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm, I'm faster. I'm better. I'm making Miyamoto proud. I'm seeing parts of the game that he didn't think... Any kid would have ever saw. You cleared the water temple. I, Nobody was supposed to do that. I cleared it in record time. Because you had this fucking cozy. Just a fucking cozy for your N64 controller, dude. <sighs> you think they're going to come back out with N64 controllers that you plug into your Switch so you can play, like, Rocket, Robot on Wheels, mm, Armorines? Mm, no, I don't think so. Cruising USA. I, as people San regale. Francisco Rush 2049. Harvest Moon 64. <laughs> people regale about the N64 Forsaken. controller as being one of the worst controllers. It is one of the worst. And I like I think about it fondly because I had some of my best gaming moments on the N64. But yeah, it's an uncomfortable controller. Gex 64. Uh, I think there was a Diablo in the Nintendo 64. There's for sure a StarCraft. Doom 64. Mm. Mortal Kombat Trilogy. You got me thinking about like pockets and sweat and fluids. Why? 
<laughs> when you're thinking about this cozy and how it's sure. collecting your gamer sweat. Sure, sure, sure. For some reason, this is awful to think about, but like, what about like a like a like a video game pocket pussy? You know, <laughs> <laughs> modeled after your <laughs> biggest video game crushes. Hang the fuck on. Whose pussy of video game fandom would you be trying to get into? I'm gonna look and see if there is one in the first video place. games po- video, video game, game pocket pussies. pussy. It just became NC-17. It's just fucking Phil Spencer's pussy. <laughs> oh my god. It won't even Google search because <laughs> it it's so illicit. It. Oh god. I don't want to know what the gamers would want to fuck. I already have an idea. They want to get Isabel. Oh, Isabel they for sure want Isabel. Animal Crossing. Okay, these are just regular pocket pussies. <laughs> these are just regular pocket pussies. Do you want to see what one looks like? Have you ever seen one? Yeah, I've seen one. Okay. Do you own one? No, I don't own one. Okay. It's like a flashlight with a pussy at the end of it. Yeah. Yeah. Some of them have tongues. Like, these look really weird. Oh, this this looks like a scene from uh, A Nightmare in Elm Street, The Dream Warriors. <laughs> well, anyway, this didn't quite go the way I expected it no, to. No, it didn't. Yeah. No, it didn't. Samus Aran. This came from fucking controller gloves. The most innocuous shit. What the fuck? He's like, oh yeah, you know what would be good for your controller? Something that, like, you know, stops the sweat. And you're like, I want a pocket pussy. <laughs> I want a video game. I want a cartridge-shaped pocket pussy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh jesus christ what? number number eight on here daniel uh we talked about this before but it still cracks me up a 3.2 ounce solid gold mega man figure which cost twenty two thousand dollars are you serious yes gamers are dumb they'll buy it's anything real. capcom did this to us oh for the 30th anniversary yeah yeah it, it says rock man 30th anniversary because that's what it used to be called that's what he's called out yeah. there because he's solid as rock he's got a heart on every game he's doing some cool poses hand up Hands up. Out. Hands up. Says, <laughs> Stop in traffic. It says fuck off. Yeah. Okay. It's a good one. Yeah. It's a good one. So cool. if you have that kind of money, do it. Number nine on here sure. is just a Call of Duty Jeep. <laughs> now, there's nothing different between the Call of Duty Jeep and a normal Jeep the Jeep makes, except mm-hmm. for some decals. Call of Duty decals. <laughs> Apparently, this came out uh, when Modern Warfare 3 was a thing. And. So, true fun story for you, my dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, I worked at a play-and-trade. So, a play-and-trade is just like a mom-and-pop video game shop. Okay. I worked in this place in Oviedo, uh, Florida. Mm-hmm. I remember. And we had a Call of Duty tournament. And one of the motherfuckers that like won our tournament won this Jeep. Won no way. this Jeep. I think he sold it, too. Like He sold it immediately. He was like, I don't need this fucking Jeep. <laughs> yeah. It has, like, two decals on it. It's yeah. just a regular-ass-looking Jeep. No, 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 no. The big difference here is that it's $10,000 more than a regular Jeep because of these decals. I mean, Jeeps are pretty expensive. Jeeps are expensive. Yeah. Jeeps are good. Jeeps are good. Now, and uh, we're going to get to number 10. We've gone some places, mm-hmm. but this is my favorite place okay. that we've gone to. And I think at the end of this, we should do a wrap-up of maybe some cool gamer, goofy peripherals and things we've had. Of course. Yeah. Of course. But give me this number 10. Oh, yeah. Let me talk to you about that in a second. That's a good idea. Number 10. The Res Trance Vibrator. Actual name. Take me on a ride here. So (laughs) it was meant to be used with 2002's Res for the PS2, which was a kind of a rhythm game, really cool rhythm game, like a first-person rhythm game. Sure. Um, It is a kind of a computer mouse-shaped object that vibrates in tune to the music in the game. The developers swear the peripheral is not sexual in nature. Daniel! Daniel! (laughs) This peripheral is not sexual in nature. But 
They give made it. An object. No, no, no. They made it to give players a cross-sensory way of experiencing the music. They were just trying to do something mm-hmm. new and innovative. Well, here's the thing about gamers. We're perverts. So I found an article from 2002. A girl on her own blog. Uh, she let her Hold boyfriend on. play Res. Go ahead. Where were people blogging in 2002? I don't know. Okay. It's a weird... I think she transitioned. Like live journal? Somewhere. somewhere. Okay. Dead journal. Okay. Dead journal. Dead journal. <laughs> okay, for point. sure. They're MySpace. She put it on her MySpace. Uh, she let her boyfriend play the game Res, <laughs> which was attached to the trance vibrator, and she decided to put that vibrator on her pussy. She took her pants off, and she just left it on her pussy and let him play through some songs. And she orgasmed several times. This article, we're going to go ahead and share it on the link to the soundcloud.com slash saving show on this episode. You can go ahead and read this article. I've actually already shared it at Save Room Show on Twitter. This article is amazing. She has pictures of this fucking thing on her crotch. It's amazing. We don't talk about sex in relation to games enough. I think about it a lot. I think about it a lot. It's half of my Pornhub search. You know? Yeah. And she said this was not the first peripheral that she has gotten off on. What was the first one? She didn't mention. And it leaves me only to imagine that probably we're talking about the Sega Marine fishing fishing rod peripheral Mm -hmm. for the Dreamcast. Because that thing, I think it rumbled. And it's phallic shaped. Or maybe like the N64 controller with the rumble pack. With the rumble pack. Yeah. Right, with the Rumble Pack. Yeah. She actually was describing uh, certain games that just have, like, you know, just continuous rumble going on. And she was like, yeah, I'll just let that happen. Like, uh, she mentioned Halo was really good for it because you can drop, you can jump into a Warthog and you have unlimited ammo from the fucking sentry gun, right? Or the turret gun. And so if you just put that on your on your little bean, you're going to go have yourself a ride. You're going to go, you're going to be coming, like, maybe one, two, three times you're gonna be you're gonna be hearing some shit about like covenant and all sorts of other bullshit but you know how it goes i wish this was an audio like a video show so i'm fucking dying right now <laughs> he's been choking that's ridiculous <laughs> so we need to do more topics that aren't serious i know because the summer has made me crazy <laughs> the summer has made us crazy and the double ip is fucking crazy honestly too. dude i'm gonna be super honest with the same roommates sure. out here i read this article saw some of the pictures and i got immediately horny <laughs> <laughs> that game for girls summer is making them horny it was really hot she wrote yeah. it in such a way it was like oh my god she was like i could she was like describing certain songs where she's like you know sometimes it pulses mm-hmm. but it doesn't give you that con- continuous thing but some of the harder difficulty songs are the things that were i just went to a different space like she left her body left her body like astral projection ejaculations and i'm just like oh my god oh my jesus <laughs> goodness gracious red sounds like a great game <laughs> Yeah, didn't they come out with a PS4 version? <laughs> they did. And there was talks about bringing back the, tra- the fucking trance vibrator. <laughs> so I wouldn't be surprised if there were like things like that that exist in porn shops now that sync with your consoles or at least your PC. Oh, uh, Bluetooth vibrators? Bluetooth vibrators are totally a thing. Yo, if yeah. it's not, we can get super rich if we made that. Yeah. Oh my goodness. What do they have for the guys though? Like what sort of gamer guy things are there for getting well off. in the same article she mentioned that her boyfriend was interested in trying it on himself on his balls yeah okay just somewhere on the goocher okay so full disclosure here and i don't think like our audience really wants to know this they want to know it. but i've used your uncle david listens to this podcast. <laughs> <A> vibrator <laughs> on my my balls and my gooch and okay. it feels amazing 
You've used a what? <laughs> like a vibrator. Just like a normal vibrator? Well, I have like, like a... vibrator? Uh, well, it was during sex play with a, okay. a woman. And, um, it's a, a woman? Like a body wand. Gotcha. And just, you put it right there. A and personal it, massager. <laughs> that's what, what they, we that's used to say at Spencer's. <laughs> when I worked at Spencer's, it's a personal massager. Um, what is... It's the, the Hitachi wand. But it, so, like, it simulates the... <clears throat> the stimulation of the prostate but instead of like being inside your anal cavity it's sure. just on the outside just on the outside it's amazing neat my body like pff, i'm seizing yeah you might have to cut that out real quick. <laughs> no it's great no no, we'll, no, we'll no, no. i would just go ahead and chop it sure. <laughs> <laughs> amazing <laughs> thank you bell delfino or oh. delafine for this topic Oh, oh, Delphine Duffo. In your gamer bathwater. Belle Delfino. She was, she's selling it for, what, $30 30, a pop? 30 bucks a pop. Apparently, she hasn't shipped them yet, but, like, people were, like, putting up, like, fake reviews about how, like, they got, like, herpes from the bathwater, oh or God. they got, like, some sort of, like, SDI from it. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. I'm not gonna buy your fucking ass water. Thank you very much. Mm. I need I need to be with somebody special to enjoy their mm-hmm. ass water. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. an intimate thing. Daniel, I want to talk about some of the weird peripheral because you you inspired me. Sure. I did have some weird peripherals okay. and weird gamer. Gonna go one before. for one. We can go for one. Okay. one. Here's my favorite thing. Mm-hmm. It was a PS2 controller that cooled down your hands because it had vents that blew cold air. At what? You. It was amazing. It was the airflow. It was called the airflow. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was really cool. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. Really I feel cool. like I need that for the PS4 for how often like we game and how long our Overwatch sessions go. Sure, yeah. absolutely, Definitely. absolutely. Or like a trans vibrator for the <laughs> PS2 when we're, when we're playing that Fortnite. You know, getting those chicken dinners out there. <laughs> Every win brings me to ejaculation. <laughs> ejaculation Royale. <laughs> Fuck. So I had um, we we talked about this on a. a an episode many moons ago, I think it was like episode 18 or whatever, um, I had the shoes. They were called Soaps. Oh, God. And uh, they were marketed and tied in with uh, Sonic Adventure 2. Yes. I think there was an in-game version that Sonic wore that you could actually purchase separately. Oh, I think they would have been a little more. There's a, a soap premium for that. Um, now, this is not a soap you can wear on your... Well, not a soap you use on your body, much like the Mario soap. Not one you clean with. But you look clean in them because you wear them. Um, they're a shoe for, for gamers and skaters. I was not a skater. I was kind of like a, a wannabe skater. I played but, my, my Tony Hawks, and I tried to pop an ollie every once in a while. I was but you don't, at it. you don't need a skateboard to grind with these bad boys. That's the thing. You grind in style because they are the shoe. There You're you wearing them. I, so I went to this day camp. I went to oh Inverary Day Camp back in, it was like late 90s, early 2000s. And if I wore time these. time traveler, go back and kill them. I, yeah, basically. <laughs> I wore these to Day Camp, and they were such a hot ticket thing for me to have that people asked to wear them. They're like, hey, can I wear Can I try that? Can I try your fucking shoes? Can I try on? your shoes, dude? Can, can I, I wear those? Shoes? And I had all these fucking like, kids in my Day Camp like grinding on fucking benches with me. <laughs> um, I went to a middle school that following fall because this was, this was all in the year gap and i wore i wear my shoes out when i wear them i had them probably for a year and we had these like little benches outside of like the hallways and classes and they were very like they had like a wax coating on them okay. and these shoes like they came with like a little um something that helped you grind a little more easily with them like a lubricant that you can put put on the oh bottom so of they them. gave you some ky jelly yeah ky for your feet for, the, for your soaps yeah okay. and um it basically just like lubed up the little bar on the bottom and you could grind more easily over time with them so yeah i would use that and then i would grind over the benches and in, in bare middle school mm-hmm. and it was seemingly less cool in middle school because people already thought i was a loser ass freak 
Um, mm. in, in day camp, it was cool because, like, you know, I had all these kids looking up to me. Middle school, I Because of your soaps. Because of my soaps. Yeah, soaps. Because of you're my love the, for Sonic Adventure. You're the king. Yeah. God, Grind, I miss those shoes. Grinding across the city. I... In those moments, I wish I could be Sonic grinding across San Diego and San Francisco to cool music and hanging out with Knuckles and banging yeah. Annie. You know? She died, though, she unfortunately. Did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was honestly, like, really the only big one I had as a kid. Because I was, I, was, I was poor growing up, so I, I was lucky to even have a console with video games. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I, I remember specifically... <laughs> so I saw it at a Sears. Mm-hmm when I was shopping with like my mom and my dad, mm. it was a Pokédex, like a plastic Pokédex. Okay. And when like you opened it up, it had like a fucking, uh, one of those like LED screens, like very simple bullshit where it's like, you know, just sprites and such. Okay. And like you go through all like 151 original and that's sure. all it had. And I remember just like fucking crying my eyes out to get <laughs> that son of a bitch where it's like, I just want it. I think it was like fucking like 30 bucks for sure. no reason. I'm just like, I want a Pokédex. Kids oh, cried about stupid hair. shit. I literally, the fucking Pokedex. Like I sound like the National Dex guys now. Like it's, it's I'm just I knew all Pokemon. I knew it. And I got it. I remember getting it. Yeah, my sister took me to the series and she's like, fine, let's, uh, just, cool. let's get this shit. <clears throat> it, it was one of my favorites. I don't know where it is now. Hmm. Gone. Probably at a Goodwill somewhere. Probably at a Goodwill yeah. somewhere. Somebody else is uh, getting that National Dex. I had a lot more tie-ins from like other parts of pop culture, like movies and like TV. Hmm. Um, I had a bunch of plates from the movie Hercules. I don't know if you yeah. remember this, like McDonald's at a time they did like uh, like limited edition Hercules plates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had to have them all. Of course you did. Yeah. I had um, the at Burger King had the limited edition Jurassic Park watches for mm-hmm. the Lost World Jurassic oh, Park. I remember those. There was like three of them. One of them was like a like had the raptor skin on it, and then the raptor eye was like the watch face. Yeah. And then there's another one that was like, hey, it had like a cover to it, and it had a spring. You press it, and all we know it's <laughs> it's a glow in the dark Tyrannosaurus Rex. <laughs> it's fucking great, dude. I had like three of those sons of bitches. Holy shit! I had a lot of Jurassic Park toys. A shit ton, actually. Mm. Yeah, too many. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. I had a lot of Jurassic Park stuff. I'm trying to think of like what I want as an adult. Like what gamer peripherals would I want? I just want like a like a like a diva body pillow. Diva body pillow? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um like a mercy body pillow. Something overwatchy. Yeah. <laughs> Something overwatchy? That's yeah. fair. I think that's fair. Mm-hmm. I want uh just Claire Redfield mm. as a human living human being. Uh oh. just wanna date her for a while but like then marry her did you once say she's your your girlfriend your wife and your mother all in one yeah i was like i can't decide if i want a beer want to fuck her whenever with my mom (laughs) 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 can't decide oh my god it's gone off the really off the rails this is off the rails daniel we need to we We need need to to reel this in we're gonna reel it back in nintendo you might have paved the way in terms of peripherals but peripherals existed before you and they're gonna exist after you after you son until you have your own nintendo bath water well we don't want to hear about it we don't want to hear i want to hear about that doug bowser bath water (laughs) that's what i want you want that new ceo smell try bowser oh yeah (laughs) smells strangely but truly uh well thank you everybody for listening to us this has been the save room i'm kevin i'm daniel and i'm really sorry for this topic that went on for 45 minutes too long did it really no wait how long we started at it's it's like over 30 minutes oh my god we're talking about this shit oh i'm only gonna cut a little bit of it oh really we haven't had an episode in two weeks that's disappointing yeah okay well thank you everybody have a good night thanks for supporting us and uh you can you can go ahead and just follow us on that at yeah. Save Room Show. Follow us at Spotify, on Twitter, on Twitch. Please follow me on Twitch. 
This is my campaign to get me to affiliate status. Yeah, he. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I'm 11 followers away. Oh, really? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I don't well, think I'm gonna follow lose you. followers after this. Account. I don't think I follow you. Oh, definitely after this. You one. don't think I? You don't think you follow me? I don't think I follow you. Fucker. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Remember to save your game.